All right, what's up, guys? This is Inside the North Side coming to you from the studio, and welcome to season five's season finale. Thank you, thank you. It's been uh, it's been fun for season five. I mean, we've had a lot of great guests, a lot of great things happen, a lot of shitty things happen, but ultimately, season five was a good season, and it's going in the record books uh, for me. But yeah, so um, it's been a while since I've done a solo. The last time I've done a solo was last year, so I know you guys are wanting to keep up with what I've been going going through lately. Uh, So, as you know, for New Year's, I spent New Year's with Josh and Wendy and Juan and Diane and uh, some other Josh's friends. So we spent New Year's at Juan's mom's place again like we did last time. And we had a good time this time. It wasn't cold. It was at a really good temperature. Then it started getting windy later on that night. Everyone's like, oh, we're going to pull on our jackets, you know. Uh, which is funny because I was like, damn, fucking weather can't even give us a good, you know, like a, a good a New Year's night without it being fucking cold. But yeah, we had a good time. We ate, you know, Diane and Wendy and and all of them cooked some good food. Uh, the only downside to that was Josh not feeling good. You know, usually my cousin is like, all right, let's go. Let's come. We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do that, you know. Which he was fine when I saw him. And then when we went to the hotel to go change um, and go and, you know, get ready and all that, he was just like, "Mm, I don't feel good. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You weren't like this like two hours ago. What the fuck happened? So he just sits there and is just like slumped over in his chair. And I'm trying to like brighten him up and Juan's trying to brighten him up and trying to get him to laugh and you know but he's like I just don't feel good I'm like what do you mean you don't feel good seriously like you were fine like I just said you were just fine literally two hours ago what the fuck happened half of the whole time we were there he spent it in the car asleep it was just like what the fuck dude what what the fuck's up with Josh why is he being a fucking party pooper why is he being a little pussy um and he comes back out, and he's just like, oh, I feel a little bit better. So I tried giving him some, like, medicine, but he's also drinking, and I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea to give him medicine when he's, you know, ingesting alcohol. <laughs> I don't think it goes well. Uh, we've seen that before. But uh, ultimately, he, I guess, felt fine the rest of the night. You know, we all counted down to 12 and celebrated new years and whatever and whatnot we smoked some cigars had a good time uh ultimately we all like kind of stayed there to like one and then we left <laughs> i guess it's because we started they started early they started like at 3 30 4 o'clock um which was like whoa that's kind of early but they wanted to shoot guns they wanted the kids at least to play before it gets dark and the adults start doing what they want to do and stuff like that we had a good time. <clears throat> kind of sucked. We only spent like, um, like two days with them, because that that Sunday, Josh was like, "Dude, I don't feel good at all. Like I'm burning up, and this and this and that." And I'm like, "This motherfucker gets sick when we get here." 
and it sucked because like we we wanted to do like a Sunday fun day and we were gonna watch you know football games and just have a good time. Ultimately, uh, me and Stephanie just like chilled in the hotel room because it's like, what do we do? I mean, we went out. We went to like the outlet mall and um, we got some food. Of course, we went to Herbert's, uh, which if you're in San Marcos, uh, go check out Herbert's. It's really good. Really good Mexican food. I highly recommend them. So, yeah, that's really what we did. I mean, we went to the outlet, went to get food, kind of did the same old, same old thing. Went back to the hotel, watched the game, um, and stuff like that. And then I started, like, burning up. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? And she's like, you're, like, you're burning up. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really feel it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hot. But I'm like, this room is weird. The temperature is weird and shit like that. So... She's like, do you feel good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, I guess I feel hot, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> she started feeling it too. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So, I, like, my body was aching and then, like, I got hot. And then Monday, um, what did we do Monday? Monday was, like, the last day for, there, uh, for us being there. So, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm not hot anymore. And I think, like, was I coughing? I don't even remember. But, like, we gathered up our things. We wore masks. And then we headed out to Austin, to downtown, just to, you know, go check out the sides and shit like that. Uh, took Minnie. Minnie had Minnie was with us. So we had to take her to the park and stuff like that so she can spread her legs and whatnot. Um, after that, we went to... Uh, Waterloo, because of course I have to go to Waterloo before I leave, um, just to check out what they got, bought some stuff, and ultimately it was already like, what, like 2 o'clock, and I was like, well, we can leave like at 4 or 5 o'clock, you know, and this and this now, we'll go eat, we'll do something here, but ultimately it was like, do you just want to go, it's like, let's, let's just go, I mean, we don't really feel that well, so it's like, might as well just leave. We made it back home, like, around, like, 6 o'clock. We took the other way around, which I've never done 290 because I was scared last time. Because the last time I went to Austin by myself was, like, what, 3? 2019, I think, by myself. I was heading home, and I was like, I'm going to take 290, whatever, fuck it. Because I hate going all the way down, Pat, you know, going through Luling, going through all them. And then hit I-10, and then there's always some fucked up traffic on I-10. So we went, I went around 290, and I was like, oh, it's a toll road. And I'm like, oh, never mind. We got to go back to where I was. But ultimately, we went down. You're supposed to go down the feeder, which I didn't know. So we went down the feeder and hit 290 and just went all the way down. Made it home and was just like, I'm just going to relax, you know, this and that. And ultimately, the next day, I felt fine. I was like, okay, well, hey, I feel better now. Um, and then, But she didn't feel good. And, yeah, it was just like, what the fuck, Josh? You know, you got us fucking sick. It was just him and Wendy, and then I don't know who else got sick at the fucking party. But we were just like, fuck, thank you, Josh, for getting us sick. So, Josh, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, thank you for getting us sick. We need to get to spend fucking the rest of our trip with you guys, so you guys owe us <laughs> when we come back in town. Uh, let's talk about... The last couple of episodes that I did with my special guest. So, 
Juan, Josh episode was really good. It was really different than it was last year's. Well, yeah, the beginning of 2021, where we just fucking no, no shit, no nothing. We were just like, fuck it, we're going to talk about whatever and shit like that. Oh, forgot to put my phone on silent. Stupid me. That's funny, because whenever I have guests, I'm like, hey, don't forget to put your phone on silent. And I'm the one that has my phone on vibrate. Stupid. So... We had a good time talking, this and that. It was a little different. Josh and Juan weren't, like, they didn't have the same hype like they did last year. Uh, I think it's because we were both waiting for Juan. He took, like, a very long time. But it's uh, it's a good reason why. He didn't want to leave his kid alone. And he didn't want to bring his kid with us, you know, knowing what we we're going to talk about. Um, you know, all the shit that we say. So he was like, hey, I'm just going to wait for my wife to come home. And this and this and that. And she was like, well, I don't know if I'm coming home late. And so he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to take my kid and she'll meet us there. So ultimately, I don't know if he got in trouble. But, I mean, he did it for the boys. So that's that's he's cool. Juan's always cool in my book. So we had a good time recording. We didn't drink like we did last time. I mean, I had a little drink. Josh didn't really drink. I don't, I don't even remember, man. I, um... But we had a good time. I think that was a really good episode. It really got really good reception for that one. And then we came back and I did my episode with Penny from Boom Boom Room Storytime and from Geek and Geek Out. I had a really good time talking to Penny and just shooting shit and, and interviewing him pretty much. You know, I, I've listened to Geek and Geek Out for like the longest time already for like since last year, since it started really. I don't think I listened to any of the other previous ones. I don't know where I, I kind of got on. The the train, you know, the geek and geek and geek out train. So I was like, it, it's funny because like I said, I listened to them and then I kind of shouted them out, sent them questions, and it's funny because Penny was like always fucking up my name and, and for the podcast name, and it was like a running gag. So every time they would mention me, they would always like fuck up my name, which I think it was funny, and I was like, it's hilarious. And you know, I follow Penny and both of his profiles, and he was like, hey man, let's, let's fucking do a podcast together. So I was like, fuck it, yeah, so let's do one. So we set it up for January when it came back, and... Like I said, we had a good time. We talked. We had a little good thing, you know, good thing going on. But that episode talked about a lot of crazy things. So if you can, follow Penny. Boom, boom, boom. I think it's Penny at Boom, Boom, Room. And then, of course, Penny Skywalker, which is his personal one, I think. And then follow Geek and Geek Out and Rambling Alcoholics and Rambling, um, you know, all their stuff. They're great guys. Whiskey J, Escalante. Uh, Dick Twist, um, all of them. I know you're like Dick Twist. What the fuck is that? One of the guys' name? That's one of the characters' name. But he's so hilarious. He's like a play on um, Randy Savage, you know, you know, and stuff like that. So all those guys are great, great content. They make me laugh, and it's hilarious. So if you guys can follow them, um, they're great people. So, anyways, and then I had. Uncle Tino on, you know, and uh, that was a good, 
I had a good time talking to Tina. We that was something that had our book like a month before. I was like, hey, dude, I want to have you on my podcast, but I want to book you a month in advance because I know you're probably busy right now. It's the holidays. Everybody's getting fucking sick. So let's just book this a whole month in advance. So he's like, okay, cool. So I booked it. And then we were ultimately going to do it in person. But me being a responsible person, I was like, hey, dude, just let's do it through Zoom. I was like, I know people are getting sick. I don't know. you. I know you don't want to get sick because recent episode that you did on someone's podcast you were saying that you got COVID, you were just taking the precautions and doing this and doing that. So it's like, okay, he's trying to be safe, trying to be, you know, responsible. So it's like, hey, I'm going to be the responsible host and be like, hey, let's just do this as Zoom. So he was like, all right, cool, bet. So we had a good time talking. It's funny, you know, got to know him, got to talk about his music, talk, got to talk about, you know, his journey um, and stuff like that of being a transgender male. And what he goes through and stuff like that. And ultimately, I got more information from him and stuff like that. Like, you know, like I was telling him, I don't understand any of it. You know, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand that. But, you know, I will respect what you do and, and this and that and treat you as a human being. It's like, because I'm a human being. And ultimately all we want is somebody to love and support us and care about us so that's what i'm gonna do i was like you know i support you i love you man you know i like your music and, and everything and i just ultimately wanted to make him feel comfortable because that's my goal on the podcast whenever i have a guest on i want them to feel comfortable i want them to feel safe i don't want them to be like i'm gonna hound them with like questions and stupid things and you know, try to ask him, like, ridiculous questions that don't make sense, you know, and my goal is not to try to be, like, super buddy-buddy with people and try to be like, oh, let's hang out, let's go do this, let's go do that, and, you know, hey, let's be my best friend, no, I'm not trying to do that. When I have a guest on, it's strictly professional, you know, and then, like, I build a relationship with them, um, you know, posting their stuff, mentioning them, sharing their stuff, and stuff like that. You know, music-wise, if it's podcast or anything else. I try to do that. Professional. And then it's like I build that friendship with them and that work relationship with them. So ultimately, we can we can become friends and stuff like that. You know, Tino's such a cool guy. He's already like, hey, let's go get a drink one of these days. And I was like, hey, I'm down with that. That's cool. Um, you know, we're, so it, I, I'm waiting for that. That'd be fun. You know, I have some merch for him. So hopefully, I hit him up the other night. I was like, hey, are you free? Um, whatever day. He was like, nah, dude, I'm working. I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, hey, I just wanted to give you some merch for being an awesome guest. And he's like, he's like, I'll let you know when I'm off next week. It's like, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, no problem. You were a great guest. And I really appreciate you for coming on. You know, it, you didn't have to, but you did. And we had a good time. We laughed. We talked about everything. You know, him being the U of H mascot and him, you know, starting his musical journey, and just everything. We just laughed about a lot of things. So, ultimately, we had a good time. And then, of course, I had my last guest, which was last week, uh, Gerardo Alacon. Sorry if I, I messed up your last name, Gerardo. But um, Gerardo is a comedian. 
He is a funny, funny guy, which goes with comedian, but comedian and funny, funny guy can be two totally different things. He's a podcaster. He's a producer. He is just all that. And I'm very glad that I had him on. If you guys are like, okay, well, what does he do? He is the one of the co-hosts. Well, he's like the main host. And then you have two co-hosts uh, of Easymo Podcast. I discovered Easymo Podcast on TikTok. I saw a little clip of the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Hey, let me look it up. And I've been listening to every episode since like I found it. You know, I, listen, I literally binged his podcast for like a week straight. I was like, oh shit, all these other episodes. I was like, so I, I binged them. I forgot where I started on, um, what episode I started on, but yeah, I, I just binged him and binged his episodes and stuff like that. So we, I, I was like, okay, I like this. this is one of my new favorite podcasts. And um, it's funny because I had discovered him on a TikTok clip doing comedy like months before. Like maybe it was I don't know if it was TikTok or it was somewhere else. Might have been Instagram, might have been TikTok. But I saw like his comedy and him talking about, you know, his last name and then like being French and stuff like that and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, I don't think I followed him at that point, but I was like, okay, this guy's funny. You know, he's saying some funny shit. And then ultimately, he ended up becoming Gerardo. You know, the one that I, I, I uh, <laughs> had an interview with. I had a good time with Gerardo, um, just talking about him, talking about how he started his podcast, you know, California, this and that, other stuff. It's a two-part episode. I know a lot of people are like, see, the funny thing is with the two-part episode. So when I put out the camera cult episode, that episode's like five fucking hours, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put it out there. That's what Joe does. Fuck it. If they listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. I know somebody's not going to sit there for five fucking hours, listen to us ramble and talk shit and be drunk and whatnot. But people did. So I thank you for that. And uh, <laughs> so with this episode, it was like three hours and some minutes and some change. So I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to split this into two parts. Because it's easier on the listener, so that way they can listen to an hour and a half, almost two hours of the first part, and then listen to the second part, which wasn't that long. It was like an hour and something, hour and 20 minutes or something like that. So I was like, I'm going to be more easier on the listener. And I think it paid off, but I didn't, I don't think I got the reception that I wanted, you know. Like, oh, okay, yeah, he split into two parts, but I think it might have been better as a whole. I've done three-hour episodes, three hours plus, and put them up there. But this time, I wanted to do something different as an experiment and just be like, okay, let's do two parts. Because ultimately, going forward, if I have episodes longer than, like, three hours, I'm going to split them into two parts. Because... One, it's easier. Well, it's not easier. I mean, editing-wise. It is, but it, not really, because it's like, oh, i got to cut this, i got to put this, and, and, and that. It's a whole process. I'm going to have to do an episode one of these days about my podcasting process and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, I split into two parts. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be easier on them because they can click one episode and then click the other one. If they don't like the first one, then they can listen to the second one. They don't listen to the second one. They're not going to get the funny jokes and all that in the first one. So ultimately, it's like a little win-win for me. But uh, hopefully this, the views will get up. I mean, Gerardo's uh, promoted. Isimo has promoted. So hopefully, you know, we get more listens. I hopefully get some of their listeners listen to my podcast. I mean, maybe not. I mean, they have a totally different audience than me. Their podcast is way different than mine. You know, they're comedy, they're laughing, they're talking about stuff like this and this and that. And me, I'm just, <laughs> I talk. So, but hopefully they have a couple of guests or a couple of, not guests, I hope they have a couple of followers and listeners that will follow me and, you know, listen to my podcast as well. But thank you, Gerardo, for coming on. If you're listening, it means a lot. Hopefully we can work more um, in 2022. Hopefully I can have the rest of you guys on. I know I'm going to try to see if I can get Dominic and maybe Ryan, I don't know, we'll see. I know we talked about that. So we can have like a, a trilogy of each of you guys on my podcast. And then hopefully have like the whole crew on. And hopefully, if I can, visit California. Uh, hopefully I can come on Isimo and be one of the special guests. So that'd be pretty cool to have uh, do that. So, But yeah, man, I'm, I'm working on... I'm working on coming to California. So... Not to, like, live, but just to visit. I've been wanting to visit California ever since I was 18 years old. And I just never had the opportunity. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, when I was 18, I was like, yeah, I want to move to California. I want to move to Los Angeles. You know, I, I, I want to be a musician. I want to do this and this and this and that. I had big dreams. I had big aspirations. And then ultimately, when I got older, I was like, mm, okay, I'm not going to do that. California is a little expensive. You know, I had family that lived out there and he would always invite me he's like hey man if you're ever in town you know you could stay here you don't got to get hotel so i was like okay cool every time i would talk to him something was going on and it's just stuff in his personal life and you know and i was like fuck he moved back to texas now i don't have anybody that lives up there in los angeles so ultimately i was just like yeah i'll visit la one day you know, being an 8 year old kid, I didn't really have much money. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fucking get there. And then I was like, it's two it's two days to get there. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to drive for like two days. I ultimately, it takes like a whole day to get out of Texas. Uh, and then I think it takes like the rest of a few hours to get through like Arizona, New Mexico and stuff like that. But I was like, ah, maybe one day. So now I'm older, and I have more money than I did when I was 18, and now I'm like, I want to visit, because now I have friends out there who would want me to come visit, <laughs> you know, I got um, Mega Man, or the, uh, Steven of the Mega Man podcast, I have Jose of Ranting with Ramos, I got Chris from Kicking Back with Chris, and Kicking Back podcast, I got Geek and Geek Out, Whiskey J, and all of them. That are like foaming at the mouth to like for us to do something together, which we will, guys. We have we have something in the in the in the, uh, in the works for that, you know. Um, Profile Pod, uh, Social Primate, Easymo, all these guys. Like I want to go out and visit, hang out with these guys, do their podcast, but also go and uh, what's it called? 
explore Los Angeles. Because, you know, I've been in Texas my whole life. I've visited, you know, Florida. I've visited Los Angeles. Not Los Angeles. I've visited uh, fucking New Orleans. Uh, I kind of stayed in the south, you know. But to venture to the west would be something cool. You know, something my brother's already done it. My brother's like the first one to do it. He went to San Diego and then he went to Los Angeles and then came back. But it's kind of pricey, so I'm like, fuck. But hopefully, um, you know, a plane ride ticket, a plane ticket is not that much. It's like like two fifty, I think. Um, plus like the baggage because I'm gonna have extra baggage, knowing me. Um, it's like almost three hundred bucks, but it's a one way trip, so I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Um, the only thing I worry about is housing. It's like I don't want to get a hotel because. The amount of time I want to stay is like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like a week and a half almost, like from Monday to like Tuesday. That's what I really want to stay. So I can do everyone's podcast. I can hang out. I can go and, you know, explore, go to a record shop, go eat, go check out the beach, go do this and that. Um, like I said, the only thing is housing. It's like I don't want to spend like almost twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 for an, a hotel. You know, hopefully one of my buddies <laughs> would be like, hey, man, you can stay here. I don't have a problem. You know, and that would be cool if they did. And, you know, I would compensate them, of course, for letting me stay because it's the southern hospitality thing to do. You know, oh, thank you, man, for letting me stay. You know, here, here's some money, man. I really appreciate it and stuff like that. You know, so hopefully I can figure out that situation. But I do want to visit Los Angeles this year. I was supposed to go in 2020 because I was like, okay, I paid my car off. I'm good. I don't have to worry about anything anymore. You know, uh, I have more money in my pocket, you know, because I was spending like 300, like almost 400 bucks uh, for my car payment. But I paid it off and then the pandemic happened and I was like, fuck, man, I can't go now. And it really was even more shittier because... I was working for the school district, and the school district, I had all this fucking, like, vacation time and all this time built up, so I was like, hell yeah, you know, I'll take a week off, I mean, we're already, not off during the summer, but we have time for the summer, you know, we worked, like, Monday through Thursday, 10-hour shifts. And then, of course, if it's like a week, you know, like a holiday or whatever, you get an extra day or whatever. So I was like, fuck it. I'll plan it out. I'll go to Los Angeles and do this and that. Ultimately, like I said, it didn't happen because of the pandemic. And then, of course, they're still doing mask mandates. They're doing, doing vax cards. And you got to do this and you got to do that. So ultimately, it kind of turned me off last year. And I was like, fuck, man. You know, I was had a plan. And, of course, I, I left the school district because of shit that was going on. They were closing the department, you know, that I was working in, which I, that's a whole nother fucking episode or a whole nother segment of me talking about that. Um, so I was like, fuck, man, I don't know what to do now. And then I just moved out. You know, I was like, I got to find another job. So ultimately, I found another job. But aside from that, you know, hopefully this year I can go and visit Los Angeles and go visit my friends, have a good time, do people's podcast, hang out with them, build more a relationship and a friendship with these guys because you know shout out to them man like you know like i said chris and all them they included me 
Well, I'm included in this group message that we have called the Los Podcasters Fantasticos. Also, Los Podcasters Toxicos. <laughs> That's a side joke. Uh, a little, you know, that we have uh, because of some shit that uh, I was telling them. But, you know, I, it, it feels good to be included in, in a group, you know, that's two or three states away. You know, and it's cool because, like, I have something going on here with, with Skip the Noise, you know, Ben and all them. Um, ben was on the podcast, too. Or shout out to Ben. Um, but, yeah, we're working on stuff, you know, trying to build the Houston podcaster community. Uh, we're trying to build it. You know, towards like people feel more comfortable. We have you know meetups. We have this and that. I know Zeal does that. He has meetups, and I know they do Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And I know the Houston Indie Podcaster Movement or whatever it's called. I forgot what it was called. My bad. Was meeting at the Coral Sword, uh, but they haven't posted anything for a while. So it's like September of twenty one. So I was you know we just we were thinking about it and it was like we need to. You know, like, have something, because we don't really have anything. I mean, I don't know of any podcaster conventions here in Houston. Not that I know of. I know there's podcast conventions all around the country. But, you know, we're not getting invited to those. We're not, you know, they're not flying us out and putting us in a hotel and talking about, you know, hey, can you tell me more about Inside the Northside podcast? You know, where do you get, you know, they're not having a whole panel for me, you know, but... I've seen these podcast conventions and they look pretty cool because, you know, they can, it's just like any other convention. They got booths, they have other podcasters there. You can talk, you can chat, you can pick the brands and stuff like that. So I would love to be a part of a podcast convention or at least go to one, you know. But, you know, Benji and I are, are trying, we're, you know, we're, he is talking to other podcasts, you know, around town and we're trying to, um, plan something try to figure something out we have something in the works for the summer so hopefully that'll come to fruition we're both excited for that it's something that i wanted to do but i was like i can't do this on my own um but ben benji has that idea so we're ultimately going to work together and hopefully we'll come up with something cool like i said i'm not really going to spoil it that much um but it's something in the summer that a lot of people will enjoy so uh, what else do I got to talk about? I know you're like, what the fuck? You should be more prepared. I do. I just have a list. So, some cool things have happened throughout this month, which is like, it's January. Like January always feels like the longest month, which it has. You know, there was just all this weird shit. Anyways, um, I talked about the podcast and episodes and stuff like that. So that kind of like fills in the whole month. <laughs> Some cool stuff happened. Uh, I got groceries for free. They're like, okay, how'd you get groceries for free? So, this is kind of, uh, Walmart kind of dropped the ball and I'm going to talk about it. I'm just going to say it. So, we ordered groceries through curbside from Walmart. So, she was like, hey, we're going to order all these groceries because we don't know if there's going to be a freeze because like... Of last year, of 2020, was it 2020? Yeah, it was 2020. There was that freeze here in Texas. Everybody dealt with it. Everyone was just like, fuck it. You know, we're just going to try to be prepared. You know, we'll have water. We'll have this and that, blah, blah, blah. So we bought, like, an insane amount of groceries. Not insane, but we bought more than what we usually do. Um, And I went to go pick it up. 
So I was like, okay, we got all the groceries. We got water. Okay, we're cool. So I get home and I check my phone to see if they confirmed it. And they didn't confirm it. I was like, oh, okay, maybe they'll confirm it later. You know, maybe they're just like, they're busy or whatever. Because they did have a couple more cars after me. So then the next day, I look. Still haven't confirmed it. And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I check my emails. And they're like, hey, your order's ready to come be ready to be picked up or whatever. And I was like, I picked up my order. I didn't say anything because I was like, they'll figure it out. They're Walmart. You know, they ultimately know that I came and picked up groceries because they should know. You know, they confirmed it on their little uh, phone or whatever. So I was like, man, whatever. No problem. So then Sunday comes around. And they said, we ultimately canceled your order because you didn't come pick it up. And I was like, what the fuck? And they returned all my fucking money <laughs> back to me, um, which is like almost like 130 something dollars. And I was like, so we got free groceries, bro? I mean, Walmart dropped the ball on it. And I'm not, I'm, I'm throwing it out there because they dropped the ball. I'm pretty sure that's happened to other people. But it's never happened before. This is like the first time that's happened to it. No, that's a lie. This is the first time. This is the, the, a few times we've gotten shit for free. Um, we talked about it last time on an episode way back, like uh, 2021, I think. Yeah, we're, uh, there's this little fast food, arrest, uh, fast food Italian restaurant in San Marcos. Fazoli's, I think that's what it's called. And we ordered some food. Um, I kind of stopped saying <laughs> I always was like good. And then I started saying um. I think it's because when we talked about it consciously now, I'm like, fuck, I can't say um anymore. But we ordered food. And I was like, hey, it's going to be separate. And they're like, oh, we don't do separate. So I was like, okay, whatever. So we ordered all our food. They hand us the food. And I'm sitting in the drive, I like in the drive-through for like a good five minutes, and it's like a bunch of college kids or high school kids or whatever. They're playing around, being stupid, and I'm looking at them through the through the window, and they some of them kind of lock eyes with me, and I'm like, you know, like, oh, he does he need something? Is he waiting on something? So ultimately, after the five minutes, I'm like. Fuck it. I'm just going to go. So I left. So I left with like 40 something dollars, $45 worth of like fucking food because we ordered a lot um, because we were hungry. So I was like, that's the first time, not the first time, but it's one of the times that we got shit for free because people dropped the ball. So, yeah. So we got free groceries, which is cool because it's like I got all my money back. I was like, I don't even have to worry. I was like, fuck, man. I was like, she told me how much it was going to be. And I was like, "Uh, I don't want to spend all that. But ultimately, we did. And ultimately, I got my money back. <laughs> so, thank you for free groceries. It was something that we needed. Oh, it's, it's been a weird month. And then, of course, everybody that's, everybody that's on fucking Facebook and Instagram and TikTok knows about the whole, uh, where's it, when we were young festival. So, if you don't know and you've been under a fucking rock for like the past couple of weeks... It's this festival that's going on uh, in October where it's My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI, The Used, Bring Me the Horizon, Taking Back Sunday, Hawthorne Heights. 
everybody that you used to everybody that you used to listen to from like 2003 to like 2009 2010 is there that's like prime emo years well, i can say 2002 prime emo years for like a lot of people i mean i was in my emo phase i still am <laughs> from like 2005 to like now you know i've been fucking emo for like fucking 16 17 years bro it's not a phase bro it's a way of life i'm just gonna say that it's a way of life you know the music the culture the emotions it's a way of life you know so they're having this festival in october and a lot of people are probably like i'm checking out of this but yeah so they're having like this whole fucking like massive mammoth robster robster <laughs> roster my Chemical Romance, Paramore, Data Remember, Avril Lavigne, Jimmy World. Everyone is, everybody that's everybody is on this fucking set list, you know, on this fucking tour, on that tour, but on this festival. And I was like, oh shit, this is awesome. Uh, and a lot of people were just like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I think tickets were like 400 something dollars. And I was like, oh, I don't have $400. But what really threw off a lot of people is that. It was only for one day. They're like, how are you going to play all these bands and do everything? It's like 40-something bands, dude. Literally, like, it's like almost 40-something, like 30, 40 bands. How are you going to do this in all one day? So ultimately, they, I guess they heard and added a second date. So people, that sold out too. And then they added a third date, and I'm like... Okay, now you're just doing shit on the fucking fly. Um, a lot of people were kind of like nervous and kind of anxious about it. One, because Live Nation is behind this and Live Nation was behind the whole Astroworld Fest, which I don't really blame Live Nation. Oh, well, Live Nation does have some blame in the Astroworld incident. But, I mean, Live Nation does everything and, you know... It's really ultimately on, on on whoever was putting it on. Anyways, so a lot of people were like, well, you know, they did the whole Astral thing, so we don't really know how it's going, and then they're just announcing it for one day. And then they were saying that, like, okay, we're adding a second date, but it's like the same bands are playing. So I'm like, that's kind of... As a musician, and as people who've seen these bands, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go back out there and play the same fucking setting. I mean, they do that for tours. I get that. But to play the, for the same people again? That's like, I don't know about that. And then it's just like band after band after band after band. You know. So it's like, with like 40-something bands, you're only getting like 20 minutes worth of like fucking playing time. So you're probably just going to pay your fucking hits and that's it. Like three or four songs. So then, like I said, they added a third date. And people were like, oh, okay, well, you know, this still seems kind of fishy and shit like that. You know, with the whole fire festival that happened a couple years ago, which if you don't know about that, there's a lot of good documentaries. I think one's on Hulu, one's on Netflix that talk about it. And, you know, a lot of people were like, it's kind of reminds me of fire festival because it's like, oh, this and this and this and that. And people were like, where's Blink-182? I'm like, Blink-182 already knew what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> They're like, we're not going to be part of this. Fuck that. But I don't think Blink... I don't think they had Blink-182 in mind. Because this is more... Going towards... Gravitating towards, like, the... 
quote unquote emo kids. You know, everybody that was like in the alternative scene, like I said, from like 2002, we'll say 2000, from like 2010. Everybody that grew up that was in high school at the time, you know, middle school, high school that was listening to these bands. You know, I was one of these kids. So lately, for the past couple of years, there's been like this emo resurgence. And it's not really emo. You know, the music is emotional, but every a lot of music is emotional. A lot of lyrics are emotional. So if you want to be 100% accurate, all music is emo. <laughs> Country music is emo. Tejano music is emo. Uh, Christian music is emo. Pop music can be emo. I mean, a lot of shit that they put out there. EDM music can be emo. You know, just... I mean, some of them songs don't really have any lyrics, but the vibe and the, you know, arrangement can sound very emo. So, you know, the the whatever music industry or whatever the culture, whatever is, is gravitating towards this and calling it like an emo resurgence, which, you know, started with like MGK and all this and that. I like MGK. I like his I like the album that he put out, but I'm like, you're not really. It's not really emo, man, you know? Emo is more of like, like I said, it's a way of life. A lot of bands that, I mean, probably like the Gen Z would consider emo is like My Chemical Romance. And Paramore's not really emo, you know? Uh, AFI, The Use, and stuff like that. They're, they are emo, you know? But to me personally, I think like Hawthorne Heights and Emery and... And some of the other bands that don't really get that much recognition like they used to are true emo. The Get Up Kids, you know, they're emo. You know, they're they're from the Midwest, so they already have that. Their music is very hardcore. Their lyrics are very hardcore and relatable. Their music is good. So I consider them more emo. AFI, I consider them alternative in a way, kind of like Blue October in a way. My Chemical Romance never really wanted to be considered emo, but the way Gerard, you know, composes music and his lyrics and the way they play, he's a very emotional person. Um, you know, you can see the music videos, you can see just, you can listen to the music and it's very emotional. So I think that's why they considered them emo. I don't, and then, you know, where they dress in black and shit like that. I think with their last album, they're like, fuck that, we're ditching all this shit and we're just going hyper pop before hyper pop and wearing you know super bright colors and and doing this shit like that so yeah this, I, I wanted to go i was like dude i gotta go it's like this would be fun but ultimately i was like no this is this doesn't seem like it's gonna go well so i know a lot of people that are like i bought my ticket i'm ready to go i'm like dude this is like eight months from now how the fuck are you gonna get there you spent almost $500 on a ticket for one day. One day. I'm like, how are you going to find a hotel? How are you going to get there? Most of these people that I know that bought tickets don't really have their life together. So it's like, you can't even fucking come and hang out with me or come hang out with your friends. But you can go on the other side of the fucking <laughs> country to see a fucking festival and be fucking dehydrated and shit like that because everybody knows people get dehydrated at these fucking festivals. Anyways, I'm not sour. I'm not bitter. I wanted to go, but I'm like, 
Nah, man, I'm cool. I'm good. It sucks, but I mean, I'm staying safe, I guess. And it's in October, so it's like I don't even know what's gonna happen in October. You know, it's like, am I gonna do a podcast out there? What the fuck am I gonna do? You know, there's tons and tons of people, so it's like, eh, I'm cool. So season six, a lot of things are are gonna be different. You know, my format is still gonna stay the same. Like I said, solo, special guest, topic, special guest, or topic, topic, special guest, whatever I feel like it. Whatever I write down, that's the topic. That's how it goes. So I'm not doing, um, was it location episodes like I did uh, like the first time or the second time, whatever. I mean, if it's, I mean, if I find a different place, it's a location episode, but I'm still doing the podcast. But ultimately, like I said, my format is just solo, topic, and special guests because that's what people like. And I'm going to up the ante. Well, not up it, but I'm going to just kind of make it simple for topic episodes i know people want another conspiracy theory episode uh i will try to put that in the books but right now i am planning for so the beginning of season six is going to be on the first episode comes out february 26th um for season six and that's going to be kind of like a late valentine's day episode so what i have in mind for that episode is I'm going to have three couples on. Um, one of them I already have in mind, which is going to be my parents. And what I want to do is I want them for 30 minutes or for 45 minutes, pretty much explain how they met, um, you know, and how it was for them in their relationship, how it started, and this and this and that, and how love found a way for them to be together and ultimately where they are now and how they have used that experience through all those years to, you know and what advice can they give to couples you know in a long-term relationship or just starting out and shit like that or are people who just started you know who just got married so i have my parents for one of them i haven't told them yet but Ultimately, I'm like, yo, you're just going to be on this fucking podcast to talk about it. I mean, you talked about where you, how you met mom and dad anyway, so it's like, why not just put it out there? Uh, I have Jose reached out to me, so I put it out there. Nobody really said anything, but ultimately, like I said, it's just to talk about how you met the person, how y'all fell in love, uh, how love found a way, and what advice can you give to people who are uh, starting you know, who are getting married or whatever it is now, what can advice can you give to them? So like I said, that's going to be the first episode for uh, season six. And then I have March and kind of almost April. Yeah, March and April kind of booked. Uh, I still got, what, May, June, and half of July. But like I said, it's barely fucking January. I mean, it's going to be the end of January. After this episode comes out, it'll be the beginning of February. And I'm going to be taking my little couple weeks break. So, uh, but yeah, it's that. Uh, March 5th is a solo. March 12th is a very special episode because that is my 100th episode. Thank you. You didn't have to clap, but um, yeah, I'm very excited for that. It's a big milestone for me, you know, 
getting to my 100th episode. I mean, it's, it's a milestone for anybody. You get to your 100th RBI, your 100th um, fucking, you know, baby mama, whatever. It's an accomplishment. So I'm very excited for that. And I have some special guests. I got Camera Colt coming back on um, because they were such great guests the last time. I figured, hey, Ricky, you want to come on the podcast and be a part of my 100th episode? He said, we're down. I was like, cool. So I got them down. I have uh, Gio Ramos. He's not related to me, but he is a uh, musician out there in San Antonio. I have him on. Uh, he was on a uh, another podcast that we know. And um, I was like, hey, man, I like your music. Um, I enjoyed that episode. I was like, hey, why don't you come on mine? He's like, yeah, man, let's fuck it. Let's do it. Um, but I have Gio Ramos on. So he's going to be cool. I'm excited for that. And then, of course, my topic episode for the end of March will be about food. I'm not going to tell you about April because that's uh, that'll probably be when I come back. But, yeah, so we're going to have a topic episode for 2022, which is well, the second topic episode, which is going to be about food. And so I have Jose down for Renting with Ramos for that. Um, let's see if I can get two more people. Uh, who will be willing to come and talk about food and what their favorite food is and stuff like that. So I'm excited for the next one, like five episodes when I come back. It's going to be, you know, hitting the ground running and just, we're going to get to it. So I'm excited for season six. I have so many ideas for season six. And uh, I know, I know... (laughs) I say this to everybody, and I don't think I've ever, like, explained it why I do, but uh, I follow the ten, <laughs> the ten Crack Commandments, uh, and they're like, the Ten Crack Commandments, yes, you, everybody knows who the, co- you know, Ten Crack Commandments, uh, Biggie's song, and the reason why I follow them, I mean, I, I'm not a crack dealer, or I don't do crack, but a lot of the stuff that Biggie says in these rules and these commandments, you can apply to your regular life, especially if you're, like I said, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, if you're a podcaster, if you're whatever, you can apply these to your life. Uh, so, number one, never let no one know how much dough you hold because you know the cheddar breach jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Anyways, so pretty much he means don't let nobody know how much money you got. The whole thing now with this culture and social media, everybody likes to flaunt how much fucking money they got. Oh, I make this, so I'm going to flaunt all these hundreds. And It's not just men. It's also women. I see some stupid bitches try to flaunt their money like they make money and shit. You know, I see fucking stupid people that I know personally flop money like oh i got this i got that i got this you know that i'm like dude if you show this if somebody the wrong person sees this and they know where you at oh for sure they're gonna come knock your ass out and take whatever you got dude so that's why you never flaunt what you have if you make money like that don't flaunt it i don't flaunt it i make decent amount of money but I don't go flaunt on Instagram or on TikTok or on Facebook. Oh, look what I bought or look what I got, you know, because 
somebody can come fucking jack that shit. Never number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know that bad boys move in silence and violence? Well, I don't move in violence, but like I said, don't let them know your next move. And I know, like I said, I let people know what's going on for season six. And I've ultimately put my foot in my mouth because I let the wrong people know my next move and what I was going to do for the podcast. And ultimately, they end up like copying that and shit like that. You know who you are. Um, So I'm going to try to not. I mean, only the people that listen to my podcast. But then again, it's like, okay, well, I shouldn't like Gerard. Like we were me and Gerard were saying, we say a lot of stuff on the podcast, and then it never comes to fruition. So it's like. Might as well keep it to ourselves. So that's what Biggie says. Number three, and I'm just going to read them. I don't fucking care. This was not even a part of like the thing that I have, you know, for the uh, itinerary for this episode. But ultimately, I'm going to address it. So number three, never trust nobody. Never trust nobody. I made that mistake and trusted people, not just in the podcast community, but in life. And I ultimately got hurt. Got my feelings hurt. Shit happened. So, number three, never trust nobody. Always make sure, always check behind your shoulder. Because you you can't trust nobody nowadays, man. People are fake. People just, like, like Mega Man says, they want clout. They want, you know, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, they want attention. So, I, I ain't trusting nobody, man. If I do find you... You know, like, hey, like, I want to be a friend. You know, I'm always going to step four steps back and and watch this situation. You know, I might be here, but in my mind, I'm watching four steps back and watching how you do things. Because I'm not going to trust you, dude. You can't trust some people nowadays, man. Uh, Number four doesn't really apply to me, but it says, I know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Um. Like I said, I don't do crack. I don't do any drugs like that. But I can apply this with like being a narcissist and being having having a big head. You know, don't get high on your own supply, bro. Don't don't get big headed. Don't feed into your own shit. You know, you put stuff out there. You know, don't believe your own hype. Don't feed yourself with this bullshit that you got. You know, don't get high on your own supply. Don't get high on your own fucking hype. Because once you start getting big headed and egotistical and a narcissist, shit is ultimately not going to end well for you. You know. Number five doesn't really apply to me. Never sell, <laughs> never sell no crack where you rest at. Uh, like I said, I don't do crack. I don't sell crack. But don't shit where you eat. You know, if, if you work with people or you work in a place or you work or you have whatever, don't shit where you fucking eat, bro. Don't don't fuck up that situation. You know, like with like I said, I'm not a crack dealer, but once you start selling crack or start selling drugs in a place that is like in your home and your little safety net, shit never ends up well. That's why you sell that shit far ahead so it doesn't hit close to home but if you sell it in your vicinity in your area shit never goes well so uh number six that goddamn credit dead it you think a crackhead paying you back shit forget it so don't lend for me that means if you're gonna lend something don't lend nobody out anything 
Don't give them no fucking money because then, you know, they're never going to pay you back. Going back to saying don't trust nobody. If you don't trust them and they ask you for money and shit like that, don't give them no fucking money. Don't give them anything because they're it, don't even give them. Like I say, this applies to anything in life, being a podcaster, being a musician. If you know that person and you don't trust them, don't give them no fucking hype. Don't give them no credit. Don't give them no attention because they're not going to give it back to you. There are tons of people who I have um, given the so-called credit, you know, the the attention, the the hype. Um, I've shared their stuff. I've this and that on my podcast or in life in general. And I never get it back. You know, family, I do things for people. Never get it back, you know, and shit like that. So that applies to me that, that, you know, I, like I said, I don't sell crack, but like I said, I follow, I'm going to start following my life with these 10 crack commandments and of course the other to make 10 commandments because those are ultimately more important. Um, number seven, this rule so underrated. Keep your family and your business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Find yourself in some serious shit. Um, so ultimately, I guess you can say that keep your business and keep your family separate. Ultimately, I, like I said, I have family on my podcast, you know, and I consider this my little business. It's a, it's a side, it's a side job, you know, part-time job. Um, I keep my family and my, you know, my business. I have, like I said, I have my cousins on, I have family on, I trust them. You know, and I know Biggie's saying that it don't mix, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can have family on here, and it just it don't go well. But like I said, Biggie says a lot of good things. Don't keep your family and your business separated, bro. Makes sense. Uh, number eight, he says, if you find yourself in some serious shit, number eight, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. So. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Keep a strap on you all night. I mean, all times. I don't know. I mean, we're in Texas now, so I'm in Texas. So I was like, they, they're like, hey, man, you can keep a gun on you. Might as well. You never know. Like I said, there's people out here who get so fucking, what's the word called? They get so, they start overthinking shit and, and start overanalyzing things. And then start like thinking to themselves and start telling them shit that's not true. And then they get all mad, get hyped, and then want to come and shoot you and shit like that. So I guess that's one way Biggie's trying to say, like, keep some shit on you, bro. Don't keep your fucking, you know, don't keep whatever you have on you. Don't keep your money. Don't keep your weed. Don't keep your drugs. Don't keep, don't keep any of that shit. I don't have no drugs, but... You know, don't keep valuable shit on you because those same people can run up on you and shoot you and take your shit. So that applies to what Biggie was saying in fucking uh, number one and number two. So number nine should have been number one to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck from police. If thank you snitching, they ain't trying to listen. Uh... I don't know. I don't know what that one means. So I'm going to skip that one. So it doesn't really apply to me. But number 10, a strong word from a strong word called consignment, which consignment means we'll look it up. 
Number 10, a strong word called consignment. Strictly for live men, not for freshmen. If you ain't got clientele, say hell no, because they ain't going to want their money. Rain, sleet, hail, snow. So, if you ain't got it, don't try to sell it. You know, like I said, there's it, it applies to the drug game. I don't know, you know. If you trying to, if you were like, oh, I got shit, and then you, you know, you buy too much, and then you can't pay it back, don't, you know, don't do it. Anyways, <laughs> number 10 doesn't really apply to me, but it, but you can also take it in a way as like, if you owe somebody money, and you know you can't give them money because you ain't got money, but you still give them money, and you know they're supposed to owe you back, you know, like, okay, so how can I say this? I know I'm, I'm getting confused right here. But if I owe somebody money, say I give somebody $200, $300, you know, I'm like, and he's like, hey, man, I'm going to pay back. I'm going to pay back. You know, that's that's like I'm saying, if you can't pay, if you know you you don't got that money and you can't pay it back, don't ask for don't ask for money, bro. You know, if you want that, go to a fucking loan business and shit like that. But if I owe you, if I if I own you, no, if I lend you money. And you can't pay it back, knowing you can't pay it back. You know, I'm gonna want my money. Like Biggie said, you know, because I'm gonna want my money, rain, sleet, hail, snow. So I don't give a fuck if your car broke down. I don't give a fuck if it's raining. I don't care if there's a flood. I don't care if it's the fucking apocalypse outside. I'm gonna want my fucking money. You know, and I guess this applies to podcasting where it's like, look, dude, if you can't, like, like when I was producing, if you build yourself up and you have nothing to give, but you want somebody to give to you and you know you can't give it back, I'm ultimately going to be like, well, hey, you owe me, you, you know, you owe me for a studio time, you know, somebody does, uh, you know who you are, so, you know, like I said, I follow these rules, some of them. You know, it's like, don't let, like I said, don't let nobody know how much bread you hold, bro. Don't let, I follow this. I follow these fucking rules, bro. uh, You know, also with the 10 regular commandments that God gave us. But I'm going to apply more to those, those to my life. You know, more with the podcast. It's like, I'm not going to let nobody know what the fuck's going on with me. Well, I mean, it will, because that's what I do. But like... Personal, personal things like, you know, I'm not going to flaunt my money. I'm not going to flaunt this. I'm not going to flaunt, oh, I'm doing this. I'm going here. I'm doing that. I hate when people do that shit. But yeah, so season six, I have all that. I got all that. You guys are knowing what's happening the first five episodes. Because, of course, I'm going to let you guys know. You know, so you can be in the know. If you know, you know, you know. So I'll talk about more about some stuff. I know this is going to be kind of a little lengthy episode, but... It was funny because I was listening to uh, Gerardo and uh, Isimo, you know, Ryan and, and Dominic Isimo podcast, and they did an episode called California Isimo, which we kind of discussed on my podcast, and then it came to fruition, which is cool because we were talking about, like, state pride and stuff like that. I asked them if they did, because, um, you know, everybody here in Texas, we have, we're, we're very prideful of our, our state, and we do Texas History Month, you know. I think it's fourth grade where everybody writes an assignment about Texas history and they learn Texas history for the whole month. Um, We used to do like a booklet and we would just do things about Texas and everything. 
it, it was pretty fun. That was I remember that doing that when I was younger. It's like you would make a book, and you would do like the certain not country, a certain city. So like Houston, you have the rodeo, you have Asteroid, you got baseball, you got this. Dallas, you have that, you have this. You got the Blue Bonnets, you have the Longhorns, you have Austin, you have San Jacinto Monument, you have the Alamo. You know, you would just do this whole book. This whole, you would make a whole book about Texas, and you would be in it. Um, so I was talking to Gerardo about that. I was like, do y'all guys have something like that? Because you know. Rod Ryan had said something about this like years ago. He was like, he's from New York, and he's like, we don't have anything like that in New York. We don't talk about like New York History Month, or we don't have anything like that, you know. But here in Texas, we have that. We have a whole month dedicated to Texas history, and we're very prideful about our history. We, you know, we we're, it's a very rich history. Um, so I asked him, and he was like, not really. He's like, we have like this like mission report where they go to the missions in California. You know, and they write about that mission and what happened there, and, and just like the historic, the his, the historical things that happened at that at mission stuff like that. And uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, it's nothing like Texas, where it's like we have a whole fucking book about Texas. And you know, ultimately, I'm gonna do an episode about why I love Texas and our Texas pride. Um, because I, I, I think, I mean, everybody loves Texas. People here in Texas love Texas. I know a lot of people don't like Texas, but fuck you. You know, I love where I'm from. I love where we're at. Anyways, aside from that, uh, we were talking about the whole Whataburger, In-N-Out, you know, rivalry and stuff like that. And he asked me about that. And I'm like, hey, man, I like In-N-Out. I think it's decent. I think it's pretty good, you know. When the, when the burgers are fresh and you get them right outside, like when it's, when it's hot and everything... It tastes really good, you know. Don't really care for the French fries. I don't really care for the shakes, um, but the burgers are really good, and it's a decent price, I th- if I remember. Um, the burgers are like three dollars, and the fries are like two something. And you, the only thing I don't like is that everything is like you have to pay it separately. Which I'm like, come on, in and out, just do a fucking combo meal. We do combo meals here, you know, in Texas. Just do the fucking combo meal. It'll be cheaper. But I understand that's what they do. They do. They pay everything individually. You know, I don't really like that, but we do that here. So ultimately, you can buy a good burger and fries and shit like that for, what, like $7? You know, you can go to McDonald's and do the same thing, but it's not going to taste as fresh and shit like that. And it's not in and out. Um but it's all me. Yeah, I like In and Out. You know, there's a whole little rivalry. Like, oh, In and Out sucks. And so, like, if it sucks, then why is there a fucking line, a long line, going from mile a couple miles down? You know, I like, like I said, I like In and Out, but it's not worth sitting in traffic for like 30 minutes, bro. I can make a burger here myself, cheaper, and it'd be kind of not the same result, but. You know, I'd rather go when it's like, eh, it's already dead. I mean, we can go to In-N-Out in fucking Austin, and there's no lines, because they're so used to it. They're so, like, In-N-Out, you know? So, I've been here in Houston. We only got, like, what, three, I think, or four? So, it's just like, oh, we got to get In-N-Out. we got to get In-N-Out, you know? I have had In-N-Out here. No, I did. There's one in Katy. We went to that one, and uh, 
It was just like, okay, I don't really like the fries. The fries just don't taste good. And I'm sorry for people that listen that like In-N-Out. Their fries just don't taste good. They taste like packing peanuts. And I know their their potatoes are fresh and they cut them, but I don't know if it's just the method. I don't know if it, but they taste very styrofoamy to me, and I don't I don't like that. Um, the burger is good. Uh, I didn't really like the shake, but like I was thinking about this the other day. It not only has like three things. Like you can get the double, the double double. And you know what? I'm, I'm instead of putting my foot in my fucking mouth, I'm gonna look this up because I don't want to be stupid and be and get my shit uh, all confused and you know spread lies and shit. So you got milk, hot chocolate, coffee, Coke, Diet Coke, Seven Up, all the drinks you know you can get. The cool thing I do like is they have pink lemonade and, you know, shit like that. They got a double-double french fries and a medium drink, double-double a cheeseburger, french fries, and a hamburger. So that's all really they have. Hamburger, cheeseburger, and double-double. I thought they had, like, a double-triple or some shit like that. Um, but that's it. That's it. They don't have anything else. Not that I know of. Just a double-double cheeseburger and a hamburger. French fries and a drink. I know you can can do like animal style French fries where you can put like that whatever in and out sauce and shit like that. Nah, uh, it's like that's all you can get. There's no chicken. So I was like, I think the reason why we think Whataburger is better than in and out is because there's more fucking options, you know. There's way more options. In-N-Out doesn't have a breakfast menu. They don't have what we, what Whataburger has. And I think that's what people people think. I know a lot of people were comparing it to the taste, which I can say. If In-N-Out is fresh, it's good. But if you had Whataburger that's fresh, It's something else, bro. It's something else. And then, like I said, it's only it's a Texas thing. Oh, it's South South, south thing because there's some other ones that that are popping up in like Oklahoma and shit. But like I said, it not, doesn't have a breakfast menu. We have the breakfast burger. We got taquitos. We have breakfast on a bun. We have uh, a biscuit sandwich. We have a pancake platter. We have a breakfast platter. We have a honey butter chicken biscuit. Which it's not that good. Um, depending on where you go, the chicken might be fresh. The bun might be fresh. The biscuit, I mean. But the honey butter sauce? Oh, my God. That shit is oh, it's too much. It's like you might as well just put liquid sugar on that shit. Got biscuits and gravy. You got egg sandwich. Egg and cheese biscuit. Biscuit with bacon. Biscuit sausage. Regular biscuit. Cinnamon roll. Hash brown sticks. That's breakfast. That's not even close to what the fucking, you know. Uh, Whataburger has. We got burgers. We got a Whataburger. We got a double meat. We got a triple meat. We got a jalapeno and cheese. We got bacon and cheese. Avocado bacon burger. Whataburger Jr. Double meat. Whataburger Jr. You know, for the for the ones who are trying to watch their waist but still want Whataburger, you can get a Whataburger Jr. It's a little bit smaller. Like I said, Internet only has like three burgers. That's already what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight so far. Um, 
We have the mushroom Swiss burger of the all-time favorites. We have the sweet and spicy bacon burger. We have the Whataburger patty melt. We have my favorite, the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. That's that's already like twice as much as fucking what In-N-Out doesn't have. We got chicken menu. Whataburger, uh, In-N-Out doesn't even have a chicken sandwich. Come on, guys. You got the Buffalo Ranch chicken strip sandwich. You got the water chicken. You got the grilled water chicken. You got the spicy chicken sandwich. You got chicken strips. You got chicken bites. You got chicken fajita taco. You have a grilled chicken melt. Like I said, we already went through breakfast. We have a kid's menu. in and out doesn't even have a kid's menu. We have just a burger. We got strips and we got bites. That's that's the main that's the main shit. If you want side stuff, forget about it. We got apple slices. We got French fries. And I'm saying we as like I own the fucking. <laughs> no. That's just what Whataburger has. Whataburger has salads. You guys don't even have salads. And there is a garden salad. There's an apple and cranberry chicken salad. There's a cob salad. And the buffalo ranch chicken salad, which is brand new. Guys don't even have that. We have shakes. We have have a Dr. Pepper shake. We have strawberry. We have chocolate. We have vanilla, which is, you know, the same. The same. We got all the soft drinks, too. We got sweet tea. We got all that. Another thing that In-N-Out doesn't have, they don't got hot apple pies. They don't got cinnamon rolls. They don't have cookies. You know? So I think that's why a lot of people say Whataburger is better. Because Whataburger has more to offer than In-N-Out. In-N-Out, I don't think you can you have that many combinations you know, you can just do a double-double with cheese, a double-double with no cheese or whatever, no tomatoes, whatever. Anyways, Whataburger, I think you have, like, what, 10,000 different kind of ways you can make your burger? I mean, you can fucking add all kinds of condiments. You can add bacon. You can add grilled jalapenos. You can add fresh jalapenos. You can add grilled or fresh onions. You can add guacamole. You can add grilled fajita veggies. You can add different type of fucking cheese if you want. If you want fucking different type of sauce. If you don't want ketchup or mustard or mayo, you can have whatever fucking sauce on your fucking burger. That's what I think a lot of people are saying. And already I'm calling this Whataburger is one. I know a lot of West Coast people don't have a Whataburger out there, which I'm so sorry you don't have a Whataburger. But... I think this is the first time I fucking talked about Whataburger, even though that's like in my fucking bio for this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's why. As a Texan, we're, I am saying that Whataburger is better. Taste overall. If you get a fresh Whataburger, fuck, man. If it, the patties are, are fucking fresh and the cheese is melting in it, oh my God, it tastes so good. The french fries are fucking bomb, dude. If you get some fresh french fries... It's over, bro. With the spicy ketchup, man, you don't even know. You guys don't know. You guys don't know what you're missing. Um, What else? (laughs) There's so much. Like I said, it's crazy. You can get breakfast from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. I mean, come on. If you want to fucking... Bacon, egg, and cheese, or potato, egg, and cheese, or sausage, egg, and cheese, uh, fucking taquito. You can get that at any time from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. I mean, 
Come on. What's not? That's great. <laughs> what else? Uh, I mean, our drinks are bigger, too. Like, come on. I mean, we don't have the whole animal-style fries, Thousand Islands dressing, whatever they put on there. Um, but you can get some fresh French fries, man. Oh, man. I'm just saying. I know Gerardo and Dominic and, and Ryan, you know, they're from California. So, of course, they're going to agree to like, oh, yeah, and you know. And I know Dominic and, and, and Ryan are from El Paso. And I've never been really to El Paso, but it's kind of like on that way out of Texas. So, don't know about their Whataburger experience. I don't know how fresh their Whataburger is, you know, I don't so. But I know Dominic, he's probably, like, inside itching to, like, have a Whataburger. I think once he has it again, it'll open up his third eye, and he'll be like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I even talking about? <laughs> and hopefully, uh, Gerardo does the same thing. Like I said, I if he ever comes and visit, like I said, dude, you have an open invitation. If, you know, you could stay here in the studio. We got you set up. I'll take you to all the cool places and stuff like that with you and your girlfriend. So you always have a place here. You know, in Houston. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my thing. I think Whataburger is way better. And it's not because of whatever. It's because of the taste, the variety on the menu, all the combinations, all the things you can get with the Whataburger. It's way better in and out. I mean, you'll spend like a good... By yourself. Like for me, if I'm getting a... If I'm getting a, was it, a double meat... No onions with cheese, large fry, medium drink, or small drink. Um, that runs me out to like $9. And the cool thing about fucking water, and I'm sponsoring Whataburger. Hopefully Whataburger sponsors me. Come on, guys. I love you guys. I've been eating you guys. <laughs> I've been eating Whataburger since like forever. The cool thing about Whataburger is, is that they have an app. So you make an account. Every time you go to Whataburger... You can scan the barcode and you get, you earn rewards. So once you get five rewards, you get a free menu uh, item. You can either get a taquito, a honey biscuit, uh, drink, medium fries, onion rings, or cinnamon bun or something else. I think it's like six or seven different items. So In-N-Out doesn't have that. And then they also have free offers. So right now there's an offer, a free patty melt with the purchase of a medium fry and a medium drink. In and out doesn't have that. Come on, guys. <laughs> it doesn't. They give you like this free stuff, bro. I mean, seriously. And then if you like, oh man, I want that same thing that I ordered last time. They have all your recent orders. So if you want, you, all you got to do is click, 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 boom, and then go pick it up curbside. And it doesn't have curbside. I don't think so. So that is, re that is my reason that why Whataburger is better than In and out. And I highly suggest that all my West Coast folks uh, come try Whataburger and be have an open mind. Like I said, I had an open mind with In-N-Out. Have an open mind with Whataburger. Cause what, and people are like, it's what a burger. Man, I have a fucking accent, bro. We have an accent. It's Whataburger. We say it on one thing. It's not Whataburger. What a burger. It's Whataburger. You know. Yeah. So I had a shitty day at work the other day. So when you guys are listening to this, uh... This is Saturday or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I had a shitty day, man. It, I hate I hate when they put me to ride with people. There are some people that I've rode with 
very cool, you know. But this certain person that I rode with, he just has a different mindset, you know. First of all, like, I'm the first one there. I'm there, like, at 8 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, they have a key in a certain place where we can get it. The key wasn't there. So I'm like, fuck, man. So I'm sitting here in the cold. So I was like, I'm going to go back to my car. So I see the guy. And I'm like, you're so-and-so, right? Okay, I'm riding with you. And then already he had an onboard on his truck. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this, dude. And, like, he just works really slow. I mean, he's on his phone. But he has, like, a headset, like, a headset you would use for, like, an Xbox or a PlayStation. And I'm like, come on, man. Come on. You cannot afford $50 fucking wireless headphones. I have wireless headphones that have, you know, microphones and shit like that and speakers so I can talk. You can't afford that. And then, you know, I help him and he's working slow I'm like, dude, we could have been done like 20, we could have been done 20, 30 minutes ago, dude, if you would have just done what I wanted to do, you know, and like I said, our, our, our work ethics clashed because he does a thing a certain way and I do a certain way. Like we take these things called durals. They're like these plastic containers with wheels on them. And um, we have to take these to the stores so the stores can fill them up with clothes, toys or whatever. Um, he was like, oh, no, we're taking X amount. And I'm like, well, this truck only fits this. He's like, no, I can make it fit this. And I'm like, well, what about the other guy? The other guy's coming. He's going to need equipment, too. Nah. I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. That's why whenever I come here, there ain't no fucking equipment because you take all of it. And it just, the process was just really slow, man. I'm like, oh, it could have been gone already. He should, I mean... The day before, I had to go drop off a truck to go get inspect to go get its inspection and stuff like that. So ultimately, I rode back with another driver. He came and picked me up. The guy was already there, and it was like five o'clock. The store doesn't close to like what eight. And he had all that shit on his truck. He could have taken it off and and fucking would have been done and have an empty cab, uh, empty back. It would have been easier for him in the morning to put all the equipment. Uh, but he didn't do that. So. You know, ultimately we put all this equipment on and then I'm driving because I'm the one that's logged in. And he was like, where are you going? I'm going to the store. Oh, you going the long way, right? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, man, I would have went off on your ass, but it's Wednesday and Thursday. I got somewhere. I'm like, already, dude, you, you, you doing too fucking much. The first time I met this guy, he was upset because the way I parked the truck, I had to uh, offload some stuff and it's raining. So it's like I parked with my truck going into the street so that way when I get in boom I hit it I can get on the fucking beltway and I'm I'm already heading back to where I got to go He was like no you're supposed to park the other way Man how am I supposed to know that you, people are supposed to be showing up right now bro You know and he starts I was going to get off on your ass and I'm like dude I don't even fucking know you that's the first impression that I get from you No And then you tell me this shit and I'm like like whatever man so i'm driving he's talking and whatever already and then he fucking insults me with my phone because my phone died which is, I need, i'm gonna get a new phone i know i keep saying that but i'm gonna get a new phone um i was like oh my, my phone died it was like 30 percent, but sometimes it fucking goes to like one percent and it dies i don't know why 
fucking stupid phone. And he was like, well, what do you have? I have a Samsung. Oh, that's why. I'm like, well, what do you have? Well, I have a Google Pixel. Dude, you're not even in the fucking discussion, bro. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're not even in this like same discussion, bro. Um, so anyways, we work and this and that. And just, I, I didn't like working with this guy. You know, his work, how he works doesn't do what I do. And I know you're supposed to have an open mind, you know. But just, I got frustrated trying to get these Duros out of the truck. And they're sideways. And he was like, oh, it's going to get harder before we get to you. And I'm like, you stupid fucking motherfucker. You could have. We took like we took them like 20 fucking Duros, bro. And it's a small store. I know a lot of people are not understanding what I'm talking about. So if you want to skip ahead, you can. Uh, but for the people that kind of understand what I'm going through, you know, the store is really small. It's really, really small. And I'm like, why are you bringing them 20? They don't need 20. Give them at least maybe 10 or 10 or 11, you know. Or 12. But, it no, nah, the dude gave him 20, and I just, I didn't like the way he worked. I didn't. I have a different way of working. You know, he wants to do everything fast and wants to get off at 2 o'clock, and I'm like, yo, I'm, that's not me. I like to prolong it. You know, if I'm getting in at 8, I like to wait till, like, 9, something to leave the store. I have all my equipment ready to go. Go to the store, chill out for about an hour because some of these stores don't open until 10 o'clock. Just on my phone, take my time, take about like an hour to upload everything, make sure everything's good. You know, sit and wait for, what, 20 minutes on my phone, checking my phone, listen to music, go to the other store, unload. So ultimately, I, I do my work, my work hours from like 8 to like maybe 5 Four or five, maybe six. Sometimes I, I want to go to six because that's like ten hours. So I have a different way. I just chill. I relax. I, I do my, you know. But him, he's like, wow, you know, we, we got to go. And I'm like, dude, don't rush me around. If you wanted to rush, you should have drove. But you didn't. So it's me driving. You know, and he was like, well, you're the captain. You should be telling me how much you. Well, yeah, but you keep bringing shit, motherfucker. You should have just, you know. Anyways, I'm getting all upset. So ultimately, uh, yeah, it, I didn't like riding with this guy. If we had went to the second donation store and he was like, oh, we're going back up behind them. I was like, I usually just wait till they're done. You know, unless you know something I don't know. But he kept getting upset with me. You know, he told me, do you even know how to drive one of these things? And I'm like, dude. I have a license. If I didn't have a license, I wouldn't know how to drive this. You know. And he was like, you never driven one of these trucks? I'm like, dude, I've been driving since like 2018. Since the summer of 2018. I know how to drive one of these trucks, dude. So he was like questioning me driving. You don't know. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know. He's like, he was like, oh, that's some stupid shit, man. I didn't like I said, I didn't like riding with this guy. At all. He rubbed me the wrong way. And not in that way. It was just very negative. I didn't like the way he worked. I didn't like the way he talked to me. You know, anything. Anything at all. So, I just, I was like, nah, bro. And he had said something like, not under his breath, but kind of like to the phone. But I think it was like towards me. He was like, I don't really like working with people that just stand there and do nothing. I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do, bro? 
the store that we were at, there's another truck there. They're unloading stuff, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? That's why I stay over there, and I just wait till they're done. That's it. So I don't get in anybody's way. So we go and drop this stuff off, and, you know, it's already, like, what, 4-something? And he was like, oh, what time? It's like 4-something. Oh, so 4.15. I'm like, no, it's this. And he, he tells me, wait, what are you doing? You don't even know how to put the time in? I'm like... I'm like, dude, our supervisors told us that they didn't want us doing this anymore with the time. They want us to put the exact time that we arrive and depart. He's like, well, I don't remember that. And I'm like, of course you don't, because you want to do what you want to do. You know, so ultimately, I'm like, hey, look, I'll just wait here. I want to get my exact time. And he was like, why? I was like, because that's me. That's my, my money. I want fucking if I want fucking 10 hours or eight hours. I want 10 or 8 hours. You know, I'll wait here for 20 minutes. I don't care. You know, and I had told him, I was like, well, hey, look, I can go and get equipment and just, you know, kill the time. So that way, when we're back in the truck, we already have equipment, so we don't have to worry about it. No, we'll do that in the morning. I'm like, for what, dude? We're already right here. The door's right there. Ultimately, I didn't ride with him yesterday because he had to leave at a certain time. So that fucked up everything for me. The next day... Because I'm trying to figure out where the fuck I'm supposed to go. Um, you know, and they're like, oh, go here. And I'm like, there's no trucks here. So they're like, so they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, you waited a whole fucking hour to tell me to go to headquarters. <sighs> like I said, I'm frustrated because of the shit that happened. So I get to headquarters and there's an onboard because this truck driver who fucking likes to do this shit left it onboard. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Seriously? I was like, I'm already having, like, kind of not a shitty day, but I'm like, it's not a good way to start off. So I had to go drop this stuff off at a store, which is the opposite way that I'm going. I drop it off. Luckily, they had equipment for me. And the manager there is really cool. He's a cool guy. Um, and... Um, while I'm listening, while I'm working, I'm listening to uh, the kickback, their their latest episode. I'm listening to Gerardo's episode, you know, California Eastmo and shit like that. Um, and I, I take off, and I'm like, "Fuck! I got to go to the gas station, put gas, because the guy didn't put no gas and put no DEF in the truck." Truck drivers know what I'm talking about. So ultimately, that's another road. That's another bump in the road for me. So I'm like, "Fuck." I'm wasting time. It's like 10-something already. So I make it to the store, which is like all the way over there, like in Katy. Um, going to like, like on the opposite of Single Ranch. And the last time I was at this store, we had to park a certain way. So I, I parked that way, and then the lift gate gets fucking stuck. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm trying to move. It's scraping the concrete. Yeah, so the lift gate got stuck, and I'm trying to move, and the concrete is getting scraped by the uh, by the lift gate that's on the ground. And I'm like, fuck. I'm already pissed because, one, I'm literally like an hour behind schedule. You know, I clocked in at 9. I hate doing that. I'm clocking in at 8 so I can get my full time. So I'm like, fuck, man. And then I hate... I hate, like, going out there, like, past Katie, because there's no reception at all, bro. The fucking, 
towers fucking suck and it's not fucking t-mobile it's just that area bro it's being developed right now and it just fucking sucks so i'm calling my my dispatch and supervisor and telling her what happened and then you know this and that and they're trying to figure it out and i'm like yo i the truck is something it's fucked up so they send somebody out takes them like three hours to get there so i'm just listening to chris and, and you know and abe and, and jesse and all of them uh from the kickback podcast shout out to them thank you guys for making my day better in gerardo too with california ismo um so you know, the guy comes and fixes it and takes like 20 minutes you know he just had to lift up the certain parts so i can move the gate back in and, and this and that so ultimately i got all you know i was able to help clean out that store take it to the truck and take it to the other store that I had to go to in that other store. All these stores are fucking packed, man. Look, if you live here in Houston and you do donate to Goodwill, please be very, um, not cautious, but be very uh, thoughtful before you donate. Like, don't just donate shit. Donate, don't donate trash. I know a lot of people donate trash and shit and all that. If you have clothes, just donate the clothes. Please separate it in a certain way. Don't throw trash or don't throw toys with mixed in with clothes because then these people have to separate it. And a lot of people don't care. They just throw it up and don't, you know, don't worry about it. But if you have broken furniture, if you have mattresses that are bad, if you have anything that's you wouldn't you wouldn't dare buy yourself. Why are you donating it to, to to Goodwill to sell it to somebody else who you you know that's fucking that's a horrible thing to do that's shitty that's like shitting in a fucking bag and then giving it to somebody and be like here you go that's that's horrible I mean that's not a really good analogy but the people do that all the fucking time dude they're like oh I have this chair and it's ripped and it's doesn't work and you know I'm gonna donate it why I think people are confused with donating with throwing shit in the trash with the fucking dumpster with the or the trash uh trash site dude it, it, it's it's horrible there's a lot of fucking people and i look them in the eye and they're serious about donating this crap you know and it's like it's people in Pearland, it's people in the heights it's people in the med center it's everywhere these people come and donate garbage bro and it, you don't understand how these employees feel one they're being underpaid man for what they do for dealing with your with y'all shit you know oh i have this and it doesn't work but you know somebody might use who's gonna use it throw it away pendeja fuck you know okay you can donate glassware that's cool but broken glassware oh let me donate a bunch of forks why why? Just throw them away, man. There's a lot of shit they can throw away, but they choose not to because these people, and I'm not saying white people because it's white, it's black, it's Hispanic, it's Asian, it's Indian, it's Muslim. It's every one of these fucking people donate this shit and subconsciously think that they're doing good, even though it's a piece of shit. It's trash. Throw it away, you know. But you, like I said, you don't understand what these people go through. You don't understand the shit that they have to do with your shit 
and they get annoyed because it's like people mix shit with different stuff and it's like it's annoying and they already have so much other shit to deal with with the with their job and, and this and that and having enough equipment for the stores to keep them clean so there's a whole thing and i know i'm ranting anyways but um while I was at the other store, I was listening to another podcast that I was waiting for, and let's just say I uh, I heard what I needed to hear, but ultimately I turned it off because it, it, it's trash anyways. It's not a really good podcast. Sometimes I think it's good, but then I'm like, eh, it's, it's, there's a lot of podcasts I listen out there that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, hey, this episode's going to be good, or hey, this one might be interesting. Um... But it ends up just turning to shit. So there's a lot of episodes like that. But anyways. um, And I had some other shit I wanted to talk about. So in 2022. uh, My. One of my goals is to be more confident in myself. Look I'm not. I'm not like the thinnest guy. I'm not the most fit guy. I'm not 185. I don't have a six pack. I don't have. I think I'm. I think I'm good looking. But there's other people that might not think I'm good looking. But um, I've always been somewhat confident in myself. But this year, you know, I've, if, you've, if you've seen, um, I've taken a lot more pictures, you know, thanks to Stephanie, she's taking pictures. And I feel more confident in myself. Yes, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah, I can lose more weight if, if I wanted to, you know, because I need to. But I think the ultimate goal is to be more confident in yourself, regardless of what you look like. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I've gained a lot of weight, <laughs> a lot. But um, I try to be more confident in myself. I look at myself and I'm like, you're not that bad looking. I mean, look at some of the people in your family. They're pretty good looking people. You come from good looking people. So I look at myself and I'm like, I'm not bad looking, you know, I could fix myself to make myself better looking, but, um, it's, it's baby steps. You know, a lot of podcasters will talk about that. And some of the ones that I know being more confident in yourself, having more hyping yourself up, you know, in a way not to be egotistical or have be a narcissist, but be like, man, I'm a good person. I'm a good looking person. You know, I can, I can fit this style. I can do this and that. You know, I'm very basic style when it comes to it. I wear jeans, I wear vans and t-shirts. You know, I'm I'm a very basic person, you know. I don't really try to put every, put a lot out there when I go out because it's like I'm not out here for anybody else. I'm in here just to enjoy myself and have a good time. If you look at me and you think I'm cute or whatever, that's cool for you, you know. But I'm ultimately here just, just to have a good time for myself. Um, you know, cause I don't really care what people think about me, but I really do. And it's weird. Like I said, with podcasters, we, we do that. We think like, Oh, people like my podcast, do people not, do people do like the blah, 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 blah. And I've always been like this, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've always been very self-conscious about myself and be like, and be like, and, and was like, you know, I don't know if people like me. I'm not good looking. I'm fat. And, you know, I used to think I was ugly. It was not ugly. I just had to change my whatever I was going through. You know, at the moment, you're a kid. You don't you don't think about fashion. You don't think about oh, this is what's going to attract girls, or this is what 
you know, I did that shit in high school, bro. You know, I'm fucking almost 30 years old. I can't be doing that. And I'm, I'm going to be a grown man. I'm already a grown man already. I can't be thinking about, oh, well, you know, this goes with this. And, you know, this is going to attract the girl. I'm like, no, no, it's, it's, it's no need for that, man. If I like it, it looks good on me and it's comfortable, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> like, I'm fucking wearing a hoodie and some fucking jogger pants right now. Because I'm comfortable. And it's cold outside. But I like the way I look. I'm comfortable. I feel, you know. But it's to be more comfortable and be more confident in myself and take more pictures of me, of myself. Because like I said, I'm a good looking person. You know, I, I'm going to try to go to the gym and start working out again. This is very difficult sometimes because, you know, with work, like I was saying, I have shitty days. And some days I have good days. Sometimes I just want to come home and just... Just do nothing, you know, all my off days. I just, I don't want to do nothing. You know, sometimes I'll, I want to go to the mall. Sometimes I want to go to the record store. Sometimes I want to go um, see a movie and stuff like that. Some, ultimately, sometimes I just want to do nothing here at home. You know, because it's like I work hard. I got to deal with stupid shit. I got to deal with people who don't know what the fuck they're doing sometimes. You know, I'm out there driving in, in the city of Houston, and, and a lot of people from Houston and a lot of people from Texas can understand. Traffic is a fucking, fucking bitch, man. People on the fucking roads are assholes, and, you know, every fucking day, there's at least maybe fucking 10 or 15 accidents, you know, throughout the day. And it's just, it's, I hate it. You know, driving here in the city can get you very frustrated and annoyed. I know Dominic and, and, and um, and Gerardo were talking about that, and I'm going to keep referencing that podcast, <laughs> that episode, you know, talking about L.A. traffic. Everybody knows L.A. traffic is bad, you know, and uh, it was funny because he was like, he felt more at home because he said he would went to, like, Portland, and, like, there's not that much traffic, but they don't know how to drive. And he ultimately got, like, paranoid, like, you know, like, what the fuck, you know, people are going to, you know. So ultimately he feels more at home being in traffic than being <laughs> with no traffic. And here in Houston, it fluctuates. Either you can have a good day on the road, there's no traffic, everything goes smoothly, or you can be fucking stuck on I-10 for fucking 20, 30 minutes, moving an inch every fucking two, three minutes because somebody decided to be on their phone and got into an accident and got hit. Story of our fucking lives here. <laughs> Anyways, but... Um, you know, me going to the gym, it's, it's not an excuse, but like I said, sometimes I just, I just want to stay home. I don't want to do anything. Like, right now, I, I, today's my day off, which is a Friday. Um, and I don't really want to do anything. I kind of want, want to clean up and just enjoy the rest of my day until i got to go to work tomorrow and stuff like that. You know. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, there's no excuses about going to the gym. I, I know I have a gym membership and wanted to go since, like, what? Uh, fuck it. I mean, I had, uh, what was it? Signed up for fucking Planet Fitness and then never fucking went. I think it was during the pandemic. And that's why, because it was like, oh, we can't go to the gym now because, no, it was like after, it was like after 2020, I think, because I was still with UFIT and UFIT closed because Really, nobody was going, and then they just, it's not really, you know, there's only one location in Houston, and not everybody's going to want to go there, so there's other Planet Fitnesses are popping up, 
And if anybody works at Planet Fitness, please put one over here, over here off of Gulf Gate. It's easier. So I don't have to drive. <laughs> but ultimately, like I said, that's I need to go back to the gym. I need to start working out, start eating better. Um, ever since I got sick, well, not sick, but even before that, I've been like, really, my body's really been like, nah, you're done. You know, like, over for a while, I would eat like a lot. Sometimes I still do. Um, but say if like, if I go to Taco Bell, I'll order this and order that or this and that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I spent like $10 and I have all this food. But, um, you know, like if I go eat a burger somewhere, I'm just like, mm, uh, this is it. I'm done. I think my body's telling me like, dude, cut the shit already. <laughs> you know, it's all mental. It's all mental up here in your brain. If you start telling yourself, no, this is it. This is good enough. Uh, everything else will agree, you know. So I need to start doing that as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to try to get be more. I'm trying to be more confident in myself, you know, take more pictures go here and do that um i need to shave but really because this mustache is not really i like it but it's like eh, i can get rid of it you know it'll grow later but i think that's really it i had something else i wanted to talk about but uh i think that's it but i am going to address this situation that has been going on so and i know this person is hearing uh, this has to do with Caesar of uh, the Silly Goose podcast. So uh, we kind of kind of parted ways about a month ago. Uh, the reason why is because, well, first off, we started working together. Um, you know, I met him was like in August, and um, I thought, you know, hey, this guy's cool. You know, he seems funny. Uh, you know, we like the same things. And I was like, okay, maybe this guy's my friend because my goal in 2021 was to make more friends. So I figured, hey, I, I made another friend. You know, this guy, you know, he's cool. He's a podcaster. So, you know, we can work together. We can hang out and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it started going off pretty well. And, um, and then he was like, well, you know, I, I kind of like, I don't really want to do the producing because he said his producer that he had or whatever, which really wasn't producer. It was just somebody editing and sending it up to him. Um, he didn't really like the way they were working. So um, I was like, well, hey, man, I can, I'll do it, you know. And that kind of started like a work thing. And ultimately, it kind of affected another work thing that I had at that moment. And I apologize to that person because that person was kind of telling me already, like, I don't think this guy's that good. Now, he didn't tell me, like, with his mouth, but, like, with his actions. He was like, something's not right with this guy. So, ultimately, I started working with, with Caesar, And uh, we did a couple episodes, you know. I did his, and he did my episode. So, uh, ultimately, I was like, okay, well, hey, I'll just edit and I'll send it to you. It started the whole little work thing together with us. You know, me... Not not really being his producer, but being a friend and helping out. Since, like I said, I had the equipment. And I was like, well, might as well, hey, he wants to come and hang out and record. That's cool. Hey, I don't mind. You know, I like I wanted to produce a podcast. But um, we didn't officially agree, you know, that I was his producer. 
you know, and he would go on episodes and I would just laugh because he would be like, oh, this is the worst producer ever. And I thought it was funny at first because it was like Tim Dillon does that with his producer, Ben. And it's a joke because Tim Dillon's a comedian. Caesar's not. Caesar tries to be funny. So ultimately, it got kind of annoying after a while. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is not that funny anymore. It's funny to bring it up like once, but like to bring it up like four times. Not that funny. And then this guy would kind of like refer himself to like the Kanye podcasting. And I'm like, dude, you've only done like 20 episodes, bro. You're not really, you're barely like getting your training wheels off, you know? Um, But I, I was like, hey, man, this guy's my friend. You know, I, I confide in him, and, you know, and we would be here and we would talk about stuff and, you know. I would do his podcast and you know he would come late he would leave work and and come over here he lived like 45 minutes away so it's like almost an hour but um that's not my fault you live 45 minutes away but he would still come regardless you know and we recorded so I recorded like with three of his episodes and like I said I would charge because I do charge I charge nothing matters I was going to charge Southside smoke out, but ultimately I didn't charge them because they only did like two episodes and um, they were starting off their podcast and they had their equipment. So I was like, hey, don't worry about paying me. Just use that money that you got for your equipment. And, you know, I, I wish you wish you the best. But he didn't. Um, like I said, he was like, well, you're the worst. He kept saying it. But behind the scenes. He was telling me, dude, I like the way that you produce. I like that you did the intro. The audio sounds good and this and that. So while he was talking shit about me on his podcast, behind the scenes, he was telling me, oh, this sounds good. This sounds that. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude. I mean, I have professional equipment. You use Riverside, which doesn't make you sound that great either. The audio's crap. But you pay like almost like $25 a month for, which I don't see why you still do. And then you use Buzzsprout to upload it. You know, you pay another $30 for that. And it doesn't really do you anything because, yeah, you might get more listens, whatever, but you're not really getting paid. Buzzsprout is not paying you. Anchor pays me. Yes, it's a penny per listen, but I'm still getting paid for my episodes. Regardless of however many lessons I get. So, you know, like I said, I had audio equipment and I knew what he was doing. I knew he was using me to benefit his podcast. And I knew it. He was using me and I let him use me. And I stood back, like I said, with the crack commandments, I stepped back and I let him and I let to see what was going to fold. I was going to be like, OK, we'll see how long this lasts Let's see what, you know, what happens after this. So we get into a little uh, argument on the phone. Ultimately, I think it was about something else because he think he got his feelings hurt about something that I told him. Um, but he was telling me that he was going to have uh, a certain guest on. And he was throwing a fit because he wanted to have this person live. Like he wanted to have like an in-person episode at the studio. And ultimately, this person couldn't do it because his child had COVID, which makes total sense. Hey, man, if you can't do it, that's fine. 
But he told him, hey, I can still do it virtually. I can still do it through Zoom, which he didn't really like that idea of doing Zoom. He wanted to do in person. But I'm like, I told him, hey, man, if you can't do it, Zoom is like the best way. I still use it. I mean, he did that with Sivani, you know, and it, it just it made sense. Sivani lives in Corpus. So it's like you want to drive all the way to you want him to drive all the way to Houston, even though he, you know, he kind of lives here sometimes. I know Sivani's a really cool guy, but I don't think he's going to drive three and a half hours to do a fucking episode at nine o'clock at night, you know. So I was like, hey, man, just just do Zoom. It's easier. You know, you can still have him on. But he was also saying, well, I have another guest, you know, who can replace him if he can't do it. And the shitty thing is that he had told him that. And I'm like, dude, you don't tell the guest that. Reason why, if you tell a guest, oh, well, don't worry, I have a backup if you can't do it. That, no, because then the guest is going to think, well, fuck, dude, why do you want to have me on if you already have a backup? You know, you already have a backup for me? What the fuck? You know, you asked me to do your podcast, and I can't do it in person, but I could still do it through Zoom. And he didn't like that. Like I said, he was throwing like a little fit and shit like that. So he was like, well, I'm going to have so-and-so on, you know, if you can't do it. And I'm like, you don't tell them that. Like I'm saying, you don't tell the guest that. You keep that personal to yourself. If a guest cannot make it or you don't like that, you know, you want to do it in person, you rather wait, that makes sense. Hey, look, hey, we'll wait a couple more weeks. I can wait. It's fine. You know, and then you have so-and-so else on. You keep that personal. You don't tell your business and tell them because then that makes you look bad. It does. Because then nobody's going to want to do your podcast because people are going to think that you're very unprofessional. You're supposed to be professional. This is not fucking, you know, uh, fucking making, playing with Play-Doh and shit like that. This is something serious. You're putting shit out there into the world, into the internet. You know, this is not a fucking game, dude. This is a serious thing. And then some stuff happened. You know, I was telling him, which before we even get to that, everybody knows that I was taking a break for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. I had already said that I was not recording that whole week because I wanted to spend it with my family because it's the holidays, you know. I've already done holiday episodes. I don't want to do them anymore. Nobody really listens. And he was telling me that his Thanksgiving episode took a hit because nobody was really listening. And I told him before, dude, people are with their families. People are not going to be cooking for Thanksgiving dinner and listening to your podcast. It's like, that's something they do during the week. You know, they're not going to want to listen to your shit during Thanksgiving. I told him that he didn't listen. He kept telling me, well, the listeners want it. The listeners want it. And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. So, like I said, that's setting up to what's happening. I was not recording for thanks for Christmas week. And um, the only thing I was recording was I was recording with the 411 podcast, which he had booked me way, way, way before, like in fucking June, April, May, or June. So I already had obligations to do another podcast. That's why I was not recording. I was, like I said, and that was another reason why I was not recording, because I was taking Christmas off. I wanted to enjoy it with my family, you know, and I was working, so I didn't want to come home and work and do a podcast. And so I was like, nah, I'm just going to enjoy it. So, I had put it out there on social media. You can look at it. You can look at the schedule. No episode for Christmas. 
at all. So I was not recording at all for my own podcast. I was recording someone else's podcast, but I was not recording my own. And, um, you know, he wanted to record his podcast during that week. And I told him, hey, man, I'm not recording. So I suggested to him, hey, just take the week off. Don't worry about it. It's fucking Christmas. Go spend it with your family. Go spend it with your kids. Go spend it with the loved ones. We'll come back next week and we'll record an episode before I go on my New Year's vacation. Um, he didn't like that. He was getting upset because he thinks that I was referencing his personal life and his throwing his children in the mix, which, to be honest, I wasn't. I wasn't referencing his personal life at all. I was referencing because he had told me before that he had felt bad because he would come home and his kids would be there um, and then he would just get ready and come over here. You know, he didn't get to spend time with them sometimes. And I'm like, okay, well, hey, man, I understand how you feel. You know, I don't have kids, but I would, under, you know, I would kind of understand, okay, well, hey, look, this guy wants to spend more time with us. He should spend more time with his kids, you know, because he, you know, he feels bad. So I had that in my mind, not trying to be an asshole, not trying to be a jerk, not trying to do anything. I was like, hey, man, just, you know, spend it with the kids. It's Christmas. Christmas is a magical time for you know, younger kids, you know, they want to spend it with their families. It's something magical about leading up to Christmas. So that's why I suggested it. And he got upset and thought I was referencing his personal life. And I'm like, no, the only thing I'm doing is I'm telling you because of what you told me, you know, this is what you told me. This is not me magically thinking and this and that. This is what you told me that you felt bad. Like I said, he didn't like that. Start getting upset and start telling me, you know, who are you to tell me how to spend, you know, um, time with my kids? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just telling you to take a break from the podcast. And he's like, well, the listeners want to hear podcasts, you know. I got to give it to the listeners. And I'm like, dude, it's only your sister, your brother-in-law, and two or three of your friends and maybe some other random people throughout the country. Come on, dude. Nobody is messaging you in your DMs in your Instagram saying, when's the next episode? Nobody's doing that because nobody's doing that for me. Nobody's doing that for anybody else that I know of. You're on a high horse already, you know, thinking that you're hot shit, but it's like, no. So, you know, he starts getting upset. Well, if you don't want to record, then you don't have to. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, I'm not recording this week at all. I told you several times Hey, man, I'm not recording this week. I even put it up on my Instagram. And if you guys don't believe me, you can go to the podcast Instagram, look at my schedule for December, and it says no episode for Christmas, you know. So he keeps saying that I'm making excuses and I'm referencing his kids and his personal life. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm just telling you, you know, not in any way. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying, just go relax, man. It's a week. The podcast will still be there. You know, it's not like it's going to expire at a certain date. You have a deadline. You have to do two episodes before the new year ends, you know, to meet a deadline. It's not that. It's it's just a hobby. It's not something serious. I take it serious because it's my part-time job and I'm getting paid for it. But I also know when to take a break. That's why I was telling him, hey, man, take a break. It's fine. You know, it don't work yourself too hard into this don't put 
100% into this and then you're like, you get burnt out because there's a lot of podcasters that get burnt out. So he keeps getting upset, keeps thinking I'm making excuses and I'm not making excuses. And he's, and I told him like, well, yeah, I'm not recording this week at all. So he was like, oh, so you just wanted to have a free week and you didn't want to work with me. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I was not your producer. So I don't know where you get off on talking to me like that. Like I'm your producer at all. You know, I was just a friend who was helping you out with your podcast. You know, we were in talks of working together, but ultimately you wanted to get, you wanted me to do all this for you for free. And I understand, yeah, you were doing it before. That's cool. Happy for you that you were doing it before. But when you saw somebody who had professional equipment and knew what they were doing, you wanted to get on with this for free. So I knew what you were doing. Don't act like you, you know, you were you were trying to finesse your way in for somebody to do your podcast for free so you don't have to do it. Plain and simple, you know. And, um, you know, he is, and I'm like, dude, you don't even pay me. There's, I've already done like three or four of your episodes and you've never even paid me. You owe me like $80, you know. It's $20 an episode, bro. It's, I'm not paying you per hour. I'm not charging per hour. I'm charging per episode. So you owe me like $80, honestly. But I never charged you because I was like, I will see if he likes this and I'll put him in a contract. So then that way we have a mutual agreement. Like, hey, I'm recording your podcast and doing this and that. But like I said, I think he ultimately knew like that's where I was leading to. So he wanted to back out so he doesn't have to pay, you know. But even though he pays $50, $60 for some shit that doesn't really do him well, that he can do for free. He has a MacBook. He can record the damn podcast on GarageBand, which can make it sound totally better. Even if you have a shit mic, you know, you don't have to have Riverside. You can learn how to edit on your own. That's why if you're a podcaster, and I'm going to do a podcast about podcasting. If you're a podcaster, learn how to edit your own stuff. You know, if you have a MacBook, if you have a Windows book, look for the audio, you know, apps that you can edit and stuff like that. Like I said, I'm a musician, so I use GarageBand a lot. And I edit through GarageBand. If you're going to do this, invest in more. Don't just start a podcast because you want to start a podcast to boost your ego, you know, and then call it something and then try to be... Try to mimic your podcast to someone else's because you look up to them and it's like you're not that person. So don't try to mimic Chris D'Elia. Don't try to mimic Fighter and the Kid. Don't try to mimic whatever stupid podcasters you look up to and try to be like them and try to, you know, try to make your podcast like them. Don't don't do that, dude. Be yourself. You know, you had good things going on with the podcast. That's why I liked your podcast. That's why I was listening to it and I was supporting you. But after the way you talked to me, I didn't like that, you know. So ultimately, he tells me what happened and this and that. And then he hangs up on the phone and he was like, you know, I, I can't do. Um, no, he didn't say I can't deal with this. He was just like, man, you, you're, you're just uh, you're going in circles. You're giving me excuses. That's what my brother-in-law, Alec, likes to do. That's why I stopped working with him. So, Alec, if you're listening to this, he was talking shit about you, too. Um and, you know, and he hung up. 
And then like a couple minutes later, he's like, hey, don't worry about recording next week or this week. So I was like, okay, well, hey, maybe he's taking the break. Maybe he's he came to his senses and was like, nah, he's right, you know. So then the next day, he was like, hey, this ain't working out. So ultimately, I messaged him like, why, what's up? What did I do, man? So he tells me, you know, oh, you're referencing my personal life and my kids, and you're nobody to tell me, you know, how to raise my kids. You're a cool guy, but... Like I said, you're nobody to tell me how to raise my kids. I don't even know when I see my kids and, you know, this and that. I'm like, dude, you literally told me the schedules that you see your kids. Sometimes you have them for the weekend. Sometimes you have them for the week. So you can't lie to me and tell me that I don't know when I have my kids because you do. (laughs) You told me from your own mouth, you know, at my apartment. So stop lying to yourself, dude. You know, and he starts saying, well, you know, you just you're making excuses and you're trying to make it, you know, where it's about you and you're not trying to work. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, no, man, I've already like I said, I already told you this and this and that. And then the way you're talking to me, you're acting like you hired me. You did not hire me, dude. This was strictly between friends. Like I said, like I said before already, I was trying to I was being a friend. I was trying to help you. I was trying to do for you what I wish somebody would have done for me when I started my podcast. You know, I started on my own. I didn't have anybody to look up to. I didn't have any friends who were already in the podcast game to like, hey, man, do this or hey, try this or hey, don't do this too much. You know, take a break even you can. So I'm trying to help him out, you know, because ultimately he wants to. I don't know what he wants to do with this podcast, but like I said, he wants to be like Chris D'Elia. And try to do the same comedy as him. And but I'm like, dude, you're not that funny. Maybe you are sometimes, but it's because you make an ass of yourself, you know. And you like to tear other people down, thinking it's funny, but it's not. You know, so he told me all this and that. And ultimately, I just got fed up with it. That's why I did not respond, Caesar. Because I was like, I'm not going to respond to this stupid bullshit, dude. I'm not going to argue with you over text message about some shit that you overreacted to and you you know fucking blew up about if you would have just stood back and like okay well i know this guy he's he's not a bad person and i know he's trying to help me and i maybe i'm taking this too far maybe i'm i'm getting upset about something that doesn't make sense and yeah maybe i should you know just take a break and spend time with, with the baby and, and, and you know, my, my fiance and my kids. No, he got up and blew up and, and got upset. Um, and that's why, that's why I didn't respond. I was like, dude, I'm not going to respond to this. This is fucking stupid. Even though I had people tell me that I should, I was like, you know what? I'm not. It, it, it's, there is no point of arguing with this person, you know, anymore. He already made his decision he made up his mind. That's fine. I made up my mind. I'm not going to do this. I'm fucking, I'm a grown adult, man. I'm not going to fight with another 30-year-old, 33-year-old man about some stupid shit, about recording a podcast. Come on. Seriously. It's not that serious, man. You know? So, that passed. That was, you know, two days later... I had posted that I got interviewed from Shout Out HTX, which I had told him like a couple of weeks before. Hey, like I got interviewed. He got all upset because I didn't tell him. Um, so I had put out there, hey, look, I got interviewed and put out some of the pictures and put out the article. 
everybody, you know, some people were giving me thumbs up and commenting. And he did that, did a fire emoji and this and that. I saw that. I was not being petty, but I was like, dude, you want me to like and comment to your to your thing that you posted under my thing after the way you talked to me like two days ago? After how you came at me? No, dude. I, that's why I ignored it. I was like, no. That's just, no. I was not being petty. I was just like, look, I'm over this situation. I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm not trying to do anything. I was not being petty. I was just like, no. After the way this guy talked to me, I'm not going to respond. For, you know, fuck it. So, ultimately, and as he said in his own podcast, he got butthurt. He got petty. Unfollowed me. Which, that's really, that's really childish. Unfollow somebody because they didn't comment or like your thing. I mean, come on, man. You're a 33-year-old man with three fucking kids. And you want to be a little bitch about that? I can I I can I can only imagine if somebody else was like, oh, they didn't like your stuff. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow them because they didn't like my stuff. Come on, man. Think about that. If if I were to talk to you in that way, would you still want to follow my podcast and and comment? If I saw something for you and I commented, you think would you would like it and comment in the back? No, no, you wouldn't. You would be like how you are. You would still be upset. That's why I didn't comment. I was like, I'm not, I'm done with this situation, dude. You know, I've only known this guy for four months. It, it it's no skin off my back. I thought this guy was my friend. You know, I trusted him. I I looked forward to uh, the friendship that we would have. You know, I was like, okay, this guy's a podcaster. This guy is gonna, you know, we can work together. He ultimately, like I said, just. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't what it was it was just all smoke and mirrors he was using me for his benefit you know and ultimately i felt for it but i knew what i was what i was falling for so that's why i was just like i'm not i'm not doing this so like i said he unfollowed me from my personal one and from my podcast you know he unfollowed me from his personal podcast page and his personal one and i'm like all because i didn't like your comment come on man like i said it, it it's very childish and very petty. So, you know, I'm like, okay, you unfollowed me. You deleted your comment. <laughs> Big whoop de doo you know. Like I said, dude, the way you talk to me, like, oh, I'm your, you know, you're supposed to do what I want to do and you want to record and you're just making, no, I'm not your fucking producer. You're not even paying me. Like I said, you owe me $80, bro, but I never charged you. I was not going to be like, hey, you owe me $80 for all that shit that I did for your podcast. No, I was like, you know what, whatever, it's not worth it, you know, it's not, it's, it's shit under my shoe, all I gotta do is clean it off, and, and keep walking forward, so, you know, yeah, I referenced him in some episodes, um, but I didn't reference to throw any beef, it was as a, an example, as a learning experience, like, hey, look, I just recently went through this with this person, you know, and some people will understand, you know, and I know he wants to read between the lines and make up these accusations and shit like that and this and that. Like, you know, I'm being petty. I'm like, I'm not, dude. That's like the situation. I like using situations that I've been in and using them and showing them like, hey, look, you're not the only one that's went through some shit like that with a person. I recently went through shit like that. If you want to take it that way, go ahead, you know. But 
you know, you want to read the between the lines what I did with with another episode, go ahead, man. Go ahead. You that's you. You want to feel that way? Go ahead. You know, it might be the Adderall that's talking. It might be the weed that you're smoking, that trash ass weed. But like I said, and then you want to dedicate ten epis ten minutes to your episode that you recently put out talking about me with your brother-in-law Alec. And Alec, I have no problem with you. I have no beef with you, man. But you do not know the true story about what happened. He might tell you what you, what he wants you to hear, but no. You know. I don't have the text messages because I deleted them. I was like, I'm not going to have this guy on my fucking phone. I'm not going to I'm not. It's like I'm over this guy. I barely even knew him, really, to be honest. So, you know, dirt under the rug. That's it, pretty much. But, you know, like I said, I don't even know you, dude. So why are you, like, trying to... Why are you trying to be like a Beavis and Butthead and be like, oh, yeah, oh, you know, it's stupid. It's stupid. You don't even know the situation, dude. You know, so he ultimately dedicated, and I say dedicated, 10 minutes about talking shit about me. Talking about my podcast name. He says it's too long. I don't really give a fuck, dude. You know, and then he wants to talk about, he wants to give his side like, oh, I'm the victim. And it's not I'm like, dude, there is no victim. There is misunderstanding on your part. That's it. That's it. I had, I was not angry at you. I was not fucking mad. I was like, yeah, I was upset because I was like, I thought you were my friend. But I was like, whatever, man. I'm going to move on. I'm a grown adult. I have other things to worry about. So, you know, and then he, like I said, he threw jabs and whatever. And thank you. Thank you for talking about me and referencing my name and referencing my podcast for 10 minutes and referencing the guest that I had for 10 minutes. Thank you. Because you know why? You're giving me more power. And I, I thank you for that. Thank you for listening to my episodes, dude. Even though, what, you were being a petty little bitch. Thank you for listening. The listens matter because you know what? You're ultimately giving me money. <laughs> it's a penny per listen, but it's a penny from you. So, Thank you. You don't even get paid for your podcast. Thanks to you. Thank you for the advertisement. It means a lot to me, you know. So ultimately, I wanted to put this out on my part. Caesar, I know you're listening to this. I got no problem with you, man. But like I said, whatever we had is dead and gone, dude. There's no friendship. I wish you the best. I hope you do better. I hope you you figure out your path and figure out your formula for your podcast. And hopefully it, it gets off, you know. Even if you do quit after however many episodes, at least you did it. That's cool. Some people quit after like six episodes, man. But like I said, that situation is dead. I wanted to reference this because you talked about this. So after this episode is done, after season five, it's over. You are not you're not going to be referenced on this podcast anymore. I'm not going to talk about the situation anymore. It's done. You know, if you want to keep talking about me on your podcast, that's fine. Thanks. More people can come and follow me and listen to me on my podcast. Great. And if you want to start shit, dude, you know where I live. You want to, if you want to keep this bullshit going, dude, I'm not. It's just going to be one-sided. You know, I am open to uh, hash this out. I'm not going to fight you because that's fucking ridiculous. I'm a 30-year-old person and you're... A fucking dad who's got a receding hairline and not great fashion skills, whatever. Um, but I will sit down and talk with you and have a beer with you and discuss this and figure this out. 
as an adult, as a man, I'm not going to fucking do some stupid shit. This is bitch shit, dude. From podcasters, I already know that do this shit. I'm not doing this, man. You know, I've already dealt with two other fucking, three other fucking, four other fucking people with this same bullshit. I'm not doing this again. I'm not. You know, I've had other people on here who started shit with me. I don't give a fuck. Their episodes are on here, but their situation is dead to me. So, so are you. But like I said, if you, you know my, you have my number. You know where I stay. You know what my podcast name is. So, you want to talk We'll talk about this man-to-man, being adult, hash this out, and go our separate ways. I don't want to be that podcast that talks about cheese, man. I don't want to be that podcast that's like, oh, someone's beefing with me today. You know, what I learned from Steven is that people are going to do that with you regardless. You know, there's some people that are not going to like your podcast. There's some people that are fake friends. There's some people that are going to want to use you to benefit them. But... Ultimately, you need to step aside and see the situation and see, okay, what is happening here? Do I need to be friends with this person or should I just part ways with this person? So Mega Man has really taught me that. And Mega Man is like, dude, fuck the haters, man. Ignore them. Move on with your life. Move forward. You know, because ultimately, like I said, they're giving you more people to like, wow, what's this podcast inside the North Side or Mega Man's pocket? You know. They're doing that. They're hyping them that shit, that situation up, and they're bringing more people to you. So, like I said, I, I don't want to be that podcast, but I just wanted to address this because I don't want nobody putting shit out there and saying that I'm kind of this person and uh, I'm a bitch and a little bitch and shit like this. And no, nah, man, if you want to talk, if you want to talk all that mess, like I said, we can meet in person and we'll talk this out and be adults. I know you guys probably didn't want to listen to this, but like I said, I had to address it. I didn't have to. I had my friends, the Los Podcasters Toxicals. Uh, I talked to them about it. You know, I know this podcast is going to be on forever. But, you know, I had friends that I addressed that had been in the same situation. And the guys gave me different advice. But like I said, I just wanted to address this. So after this episode, it's dead. It's no longer alive. It's not going to be talked about anymore. Hey, like I said, wish you the best, man. I hope you do good. I hope your family is fine. I hope you find your footing for your podcast. I hope you, I wish you the best. If you don't, you know, if you cancel your podcast or whatever, hey, at least you did it. You did something good, you know. Even though your podcast is trash, at least you did it. So, I wish you the best, man. Um, and, yeah, ultimately, that is it. That is going to be the podcast. Thank you, guys for making season five fucking memorable. And before I go, I'm going to mention all my guests and give them a shout out and give them a thank you. Uh, thank you to Ozeal for coming on my podcast. It means a lot to me, man. Uh, thank you for your guidance and for all the good, good gold nuggets of information that you've given me on your pod, uh, from you and from your podcast and everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you to Genex. Um, she's an upcoming artist. Please follow her if you can. She has great music. She her music has been produced uh, from Gio Chamba and Sivani Quintanilla, which is also known. He's also known as Principe Q. Um, she has good music. She's an upcoming artist. So please follow her. Please listen to her music. Support her. We support local people on here. You know, uh, 
I already talked about you for like a good 20, 30 minutes, so you already know who you are. Uh, thank you, Jonathan and Stephanie, for coming on for the Conspiracy Theory episode. Even though I checked out of that episode, you guys kept it going, kept it afloat. Uh, thank you, Urban South Brewery, for coming on the podcast and for Dave. Um, it means a lot. Thank you for your great hospitality and for the great beer. It tasted really good. I love your guys' product. Um, you know, support them if you can. They're over there in the Heights area off of I-10 and Oliver. Go check out their brewery. If you need a link, let me know. Uh, shout out to BB Ding. Awesome dude. Uh, can't wait to see you again at Emo Night, dude. Uh, follow him. Follow Texas Emo Club. If you're here in Houston, if you're here in Austin, you know, and you want to do something on a Tuesday night at the beginning of the month, go to Barbarella for Emo Night. You know, at the beginning of the month. It's great. If you live in Austin, it's on Wednesdays. It's Jimmy Eat Wednesdays. So, Follow him. He's a great guy. Uh, thank you to um, Aaron Ankart of St. Arnold's Brewery. It was really great to sit down and talk with you, talk beer, talk music, and stuff like that. Thank you for your great hospitality and for the great beer as well. Uh, hopefully, I can meet up with you again at the St. Arnold's and have a good time and talk. Um, shout out to Devin Garcia, a.k.a. DJ Aftermath, out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh the dude is great. He's got great TikTok. Go follow him on TikTok. Go follow him on Instagram. He's always posting his DJ skills. He's always posting his accordion skills. The guy is awesome. And hopefully I can meet up with him and hang out with him. Shout out to Ben of Skip the Noise Podcast. Thank you for coming on. I know this has been some time coming for us to collaborate. And what a collaboration it was. We had a good time talking about music and all this and that. And I... Look forward to us working together more in the future. And, you know, shout out to my cousin Josh and to Juan Martinez. You guys are my best friends. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for making my podcast better. Thank you for making my life better, you know. Shout out to Penny Skywalker. Dude, it's been great, you know, getting to meet you and get to finally talk and, you know, share stories and shit like that. I... I, uh, it, what's the word? <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited for other stuff we have going on for this year, you know, future collaborations and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to Tino, Uncle Tino. Thank you for coming on the podcast, dude. You opened my eyes to a lot of things. You're such a great person. You have a great soul. You have great music. Um, you know, you guys follow him on Instagram, follow him on Spotify, listen to his album, Colorful. It's a great album, full of great colors, full of great moods, and like I said, his music's great. You know, listen to his other album that he put out, you know, listen to the stuff he did with um, True Wavy and stuff like that. It's just, he's a great person, and I look forward to what he has, his projects in the future, you know. Uh, shout out to Gerardo of Isimo. It was an honor getting to meet you virtually and to have you on my podcast dude it means a whole fucking lot dude like i said i listen to you guys i i kind of look up to you you know i'm a listener i'm a supporter um even though i don't support your patreon but i support you guys and promote and show your stuff and stuff like that so um like i said thank you dude and i look forward for us collaborating hopefully this year too as well hopefully like i said i can go to california and hopefully be a special guest 
on uh, Easy Mo Podcast and, you know, chill it with you and Ryan and, and, and Dominic and just have a good time because I want to fucking laugh hysterically too. Um, and shout out to everybody else that supports and listens to the podcast. means a lot. Shout out to Chris at Kickback, Penny, Profile Pod, Jose, Mega Man, um, everybody, everybody. I don't, I don't have a list, but thank you guys for making my podcast. And thank you for making, you know, making me feel like people listen. Um, I am ready for season six. Season six is going to be fun. I have some guests kind of lined up already, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, just try to enjoy 2022. I know we have all this shit that's going on, but just try to enjoy it. Enjoy your life because we only get one life. So anyways, this has been inside the Northside podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram. You can follow me on Spotify, leave a review on Apple podcast music. You can leave a review and a rating on Spotify music as well. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Follow the YouTube and I'll see you guys later. God bless. Peace. And like I said, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks.